All right, it's time to bust out your Dungeons and Dragons guide. Turn on your cerebro, have a nosebleed, get your mind flayed, hang out in the upside down, I fuck Billy, and put on your Seinfeld wig. This episode of Geeked Up presents Netflix and Chad. We watch season three of Stranger Things. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always is the Robin to my Steve, Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in to this very special Golden Ticket Award uh, Yes, by popular demand, or by popular request. Yeah, mainly by me and Liam. (laughs) (laughs) And I better shut this uh, music off before the next episode starts in 15 seconds, because (laughs) that's how they get you on Netflix. Of course uh, I'm still watching. Yeah, the next thing you know, you're watching a trailer for, like, Moms with a Vengeance, the new series coming out on Netflix. Like, it's over! (laughs) We're all out of episodes! But, yeah, this is our first foray into a TV series. So we're going to be doing season three... Yes. Stranger Things. The entire season in one podcast episode. So, so bear down. Yeah. <laughs> this is but, going to be an eight-hour episode. <laughs> We're gonna... But when we started this Netflix and chat show, mm-hmm. the idea was to do things from the Netflix original movie Movies. catalog. However, uh, we did say that big, you know, uh, uh, specials and series and other Big things on Netflix we would give, you know, special the special golden the golden ticket. And yeah, this, and this one, is our, our our first golden ticket since Dirt, or since the Dirt, <laughs> yeah. uh, mind you. But so. Dirt still just kind of like stuck to the for sure dirt guidelines. Was, though it was still a movie. Netflix that was just not movie. a random uh, 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 what's in the box. Brad Pitt did not uh, request that. I we just a, gave it to you. This I'm one really dreading when Netflix has their first <laughs> fish special. <laughs> like oh god, I guess I we're, we're doing a. <laughs> uh, I guess they did have the long strange trip, Grateful Dead documentary. However, that was before the podcast that's right so. that's right <laughs> was it a netflix original uh i think it was originally released on netflix anyway you know interesting maybe. or maybe it was the bob weir the other one documentary they had one of the documentaries when the grateful dead was like originally released through netflix i have to look a into couple this, years man. ago we'll sneak a golden ticket one in there <laughs> yeah the other one the bob weir documentary i think it was i think it was that one actually but anywho uh, yelling i guess there. potentially other candidates would have been maybe uh firefest Fire that would have been a, yeah. a documentary worthy of a golden ticket. That would have been a good one. Uh, maybe, you know, a future Chappelle special, perhaps. I'll throw you in throw. I'll go as far as to say a Bill Burr. A Bill. We'll throw, we'll we'll throw, throw a Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. The Louis C.K. return. Well, <laughs> yeah. That one we're definitely doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that one first we're going to attend live. And then <laughs> <Yeah>. we'll... <laughs> but, uh, but don't worry. We'll have our signs of protest. <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> but, uh, and then I guess definitely we'll keep on the table other huge uh, series, uh, Netflix original series to come out. However, Stranger Things... Yeah, guys, stop emailing us 13 reasons why. <laughs> we're not going to watch it, all right? It's... <laughs> Not gonna happen. Yeah, not <laughs> happening. Sorry, Joyce from Wisconsin. <laughs> we're not watching yeah. it. But uh, before we get into the whole upside down of what we're about to do, I guess remember to look back to the uh, last Netflix and chat we did, which was Mowgli, <laughs> King of the Jungle. King, but you're the King of the Jungle, Mowgli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen to that episode for no other reason than just a lot of that. A lot <laughs> Actually, of now that we've done our uh, now that we've done our accent, you don't really need to hear the episode because. <laughs> 
But no, definitely check out that as we review the non-Favreau uh, uh, Mowgli, King of the Jungle. Correct, correct. <laughs> and if you're sick of watching movies, always jump over to our other podcast, the real, the original Geeked Up podcast, where we just did a very special Seinfeld trivia with also the pictures you've seen on the Facebook page for the Geeked Up podcast. Uh, Podcast. Oh uh, yeah. Us all in response to the uh, the geeked up uh, retreat to Seinfeld night at City Field, which I guess I should say was a part of my intro into this because our Seinfeld wigs <laughs> yes. were actually uh, at the costume store, and we've talked about this before. And then the Seinfeld one, but they were eleven wigs. Yes, they were. Which and again, maybe we'll get into that in a couple minutes with with our pop culture, uh, Stranger Things pop culture uh, phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. But yes, we had to get eleven wigs, <laughs> being the closest thing to an eighties mullet. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not was, even the mullet, you know, like the tight Jerry, yeah, like hair yeah. in the back, not full on mullet, yeah, yeah. like Jerry mullet, yeah, anyway, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> not the haircut episode, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, listen to uh, that episode and uh, listen to Liam's famous ending at the end of that episode too, where he really bumbles all the twicks around. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, make sure you check that out. Make sure you check out Mowgli. And now, I guess, without further ado, I guess we should jump into the upside down. <laughs> and, um, you know, I guess, of course, being that we've uh, obviously are giving the review, we've seen the show, you know how we do. Full spoilers ahead. Yeah, so, I guess uh, this is your one warning. Your one that Bradley word. Cooper dies <laughs> at the end. You stole my line. He's <laughs> out of a bitch. Yeah, I did. Uh. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't sure oh, you were going to get there, so I had to make sure. And you better expect a strong, oh, hell yeah, coming from me <laughs> later on the show. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing that. I didn't know we were swapping out lines. But, yeah, so major spoilers ahead. Yeah, definitely. This is uh, uh, So you have, uh, uh, if not, press pause and spend the yeah. next eight hours catching up on season three. Or at least make sure you uh, have watched... The uh, the finale before listening to this. Uh, Correct. Yeah, we are going to talk are about gonna it be all. Getting into all of the uh, the goings on as well as the you know things to come, the post credit uh, uh, things that lay ahead for Stranger Things. For sure. Yeah, we have our predictions. Our a lot of things going on in this episode. And I guess before we even jump into season three, we should just talk about the show in general itself. Of just like what a phenomenon Stranger Things yeah. turned out to be. Getting back to the eleven wigs. I guess yeah, really. I guess if you've only like if just like we said, spoilers ahead for season three. But uh, if for whatever reason you've only watched season three of Stranger Things, <laughs> yeah, right. we're gonna give you a quick little just like breakdown. Not a breakdown of the other seasons, but just like what the yeah. show's about. I mean, I guess just to catch everybody up. Yeah. There was. Uh, Little alien girl, yeah, little bald girl, and of uh, an eighties group of ragtag misfits. Well, you remember the first season too? How the show was so new that I was like, dude, how does everybody know this little bald kid's a girl? I was like, it's a little boy. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? They're like, oh, you lost think, little and, girl. And we and probably I was like, actually girl? definitely covered it uh, on those like, episodes of Geeked Up, whatever episode. For sure, yeah. Been. I guess we but would have talked about yeah, yeah, for sure. Stranger but definitely talked out. about how Eleven was an androgynous little uh, little yeah. uh, boy girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no idea which way to go. I mean, now you know her now, and she's, you know, like Millie Bobby Brown. For sure. One, she has, like, one of the most hilarious names ever. <laughs> Best parents. We're gonna, uh, middle name, Bobby. Yeah. They were unfamiliar with the whole Bobby Whitney scenario. Oh, I think they were, like, oh, too familiar. Like, I think they were very big, uh, what was his little boy band, that New Edition, or oh, I what see. was Bobby Brown's? doesn't matter. I think they were big fans of yeah, them. of his... Of his R&B career, not yeah. his, like, post-R&B wife-beating career. That he's, no, but they did have the reality show. crack-smoking wife-beating career that he's kind of more associated with. Yeah. 
Yet he's the one that's still alive. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I digress. But even when the show I first came out as well, it was really just such a pop culture phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, it was a great show, but you're kind of even bearing the lead with, like, what happened on the show. It was really with what happened to the country more. They <laughs> fell in love with, like, the nostalgia facts. They really did. Of, and yeah. I guess the thing, too, is, like, nobody really knew in season one. Like, nobody really knew what the show was about. Per se, so huge, when it was like huge this huge, just like nostalgia, I just remember everybody like it's like the Goonies. As but well, like, I guess it's a, it's a Netflix and chat fodder from the standpoint. It was pretty early on in the whole Netflix yeah, original for like, sure. blockbuster I catalog. Think, like, besides as well. like Orange is the New Black, it was like one of their first like few like big yeah, banger. Like because I'd say for me, it was probably not one of the first shows, but definitely I'd say like a show you were just supposed to watch in like binge form anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah, a lot of people were watching. And people that would even like usually watch sci-fi, like everyone was watching Stranger for sure. Things. And, and again, like we were saying, I think so much of it was about the nostalgia factor. For sure, the '80s nostalgia, as well as like the group of kids, like you, like you were saying, it really had that Goonies kind of feel. And that's the thing but too. It was very. It was just a fun, uh, easy, likable kind of eight episode or twelve episode, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a quick binge watch on Netflix. That then all of a sudden took the whole world by storm. Yeah, for sure. And I feel that, uh, uh, like like you were saying as well, but I feel that the kind of like ominous nature to the first season that you didn't know mm-hmm. was going on was uh, uh, really like Stranger Things at its best. I've always said, we probably talked about it on Past Geek Devs, but really like around the uh, uh, three quarters mark of that first season where some of the answers started getting, where some of the questions started getting answered, mm-hmm. I feel like the show kind of went downhill. And then season two, I kind of felt. See, I loved was more, all season one. Okay, you loved all of season one. I, I mean, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I felt that at first when you had that what the hell's going on feeling, it was sure, great. Yeah, yeah. When you kind of found out what Eleven was and everything, it started getting, you know what I mean? It, it, it took a little bit of a downstep for me. I felt season two, however, was really kind of just hanging on to the glory of season one. It really at was. At the time, I felt it should have been a, a one-season kind of show. Agreed. Now, however, I'm starting to turn around and major rebound with season three. It just kind of season three did their own thing. They're a little bit older now. Uh, season two again, it kind of like was just a rehash of uh, season one. Yeah. Except that like the stories were a little different. They did do that cheesy spinoff episode where like Eleven found like number ten. Yeah, the remember? Pittsburgh gang episode. Exactly. And they're like, now we have Which powers. Which came in handy in this fucking uh, season, by the way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. We'll get right? into that later. But where the hell were the Pittsburgh where was that kids? <laughs> yeah. Right. Where was that group? But I also, I guess, without that episode, we never would have had our Seinfeld wigs. Okay, because that's true. that is the episode they make her all like <laughs> punk rock and like comb yes, her hair absolutely. back. Absolutely, because I guess that is where the wigs come into. Because uh, Eleven's look has been ever changing. Yeah, 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 right. She had the uh, she had the shaved head. Uh, 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 confused. Is it a boy? Is it a girl? Yeah, that was going to be my Halloween costume <laughs> the first year that shit came out, dude. It was yeah. my bald head and like a pink dress. <laughs> like, I'm Eleven, uh, and then I didn't do and it. Then and then the I second season, other she had like a little bit. Uh, like I remember, kind of looking like Neo from The Matrix with like yeah, a little yeah. bit of a slicked back hair. Yeah, uh, for sure. And then now this season she's like full on screech. <laughs> like a little bit of a ponytail. She's like three years away from being bangable. It's like a whole how far eleven is how far yeah. little Millie by Bobby Brown. You say eleven, I'm hoping for eighteen. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're right. She is wearing the screech pants. <laughs> she's constantly got like screech suspenders and like fucking bright colors down. But she has really but other than uh, her, I'd say, the rest of the kids have 
done an amazing job at like staying there. Uh, the same age? Yeah, you I, know, like I would say, Will is kind of hit the hardest. Will is getting he's getting a little, like uh, this, you know, and Will's never really got a lot of love. Got a little voice cracking. His yeah. voice is cracking. I like, just want to play Dungeons and Dragons, goddamn. Yeah, he's just <laughs> his shoulders are hunched. It feels like it's hitting him hard. Yeah, well, see, after season one, I would have thought Lucas was the most like on the verge for puberty was, but and at this point, how long ago was season one? It's got to be like four or five years yeah, ago. Probably like four years. Are these fucking like... assholes have went through puberty by now. For <laughs> God's sakes, like Jesus. Well, they were right in the cut. <laughs> I mean, I guess. And then even to to, uh, to to clear up the cast a little bit, like you said, Eleven has kind of done some other things. Uh, Mike went on to immediately play the exact same character in It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, other than that, though, he's coming out in the new Goldfinch movie. Okay, I he's going to be in that. He's playing a Russian. He did a whole Russian accent for this. Really movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hilarious. So, get ready. Much like season yeah, three of Stranger like, Things. He would have. But uh, but all of them though I like they I I, I would I uh, when season one you know after <laughs> but all of them though uh, after season two was uh, after it was announced that there would be a season two you immediately start to get concerned about the kids getting a little uh, uh, let's call it late season home improvement on you <laughs> uh, and then amazingly yet though like Dustin is still toothless and, yeah you know, this like, is still lovable goofy yeah lovable goofy Dustin all the other kids are still like you know and then when they show flashbacks of them from earlier seasons, mm. they look a couple years younger. Yeah, you However, see it then. they still pull off like ragtag group of kids, you know. Yeah, so for sure, I'm sure if you look at a picture of us when we first started doing this <laughs> from like three months ago, <laughs> we look noticeably younger. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that's very true. And I guess the only big thing that really happened in season two is we did get introduced the characters of Billy and Max. The uh, mad brother and sister, because okay, yes. they weren't in season one. No, they were the new additions. Yeah. And uh, uh, Billy, uh, I guess, probably even more so than Max, played a major role here in season three. Mm. But season two, he was like the crazy, over-the-top, uh, uh, bad guy, like 80s yeah. older brother, evil older brother character, uh, reminiscent of Kiefer Sutherland and Stand By Me. For sure. <laughs> just a big, scary creep. Yeah. Yeah. Who loves messing with kids. Yeah, he's just a fuck. But. He really seemed sociopathic. That's true. And very prone to get taken over by a demon uh, later on <laughs> yeah. in, uh, in Hawkins, Indiana. Spoiler alert! But yeah. <laughs> if anybody was going to get possessed, it was fucking It's going to be Billy. And now that asshole Max written all is over. like full on. She hasn't realized that she's too hot for these nerds and like yeah, found yeah, yeah. The fucking cool kids yet. So she's <laughs> well, she's got a black thing and she found the one black kid in the neighborhood. <laughs> That's true. Uh, much to Billy's yeah. chagrin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freezes <laughs> old Billy. Um... But yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so I guess they were the two new characters. There was also a uh, hilarious Rudy, yeah. who, <laughs> who started banging uh, uh, Winona Ryder, yeah. ended up sacrificing his life. Rudy was making love. He wasn't uh, <laughs> That's true, he was, That dude wasn't banging <laughs> no, nobody. That's true. Although his first introduction, to be honest, in that season, he like comes in and like pretends, like does a straight-up fantasy fuck sequence in the back of the shop. He's like, <laughs> yeah, got right. any more rubber balls <laughs> in the back? The next scene is... Yeah, like, yeah. No, I guess making out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then Rudy ends up uh, uh, biting the dust at the end of season two. Yeah, the only dope that gets killed by one of these demo <laughs> dogs, by the way. <laughs> these kids have been surviving seasons. Know, Stupid bro. fat Samwise Gamgee can't fucking <laughs> make the cut. But yeah, he uh, he meets his maker. I think Will gets possessed yet again. Poor kids always drawing the short yeah, stick. Yeah, they always. Well, I think the I think the mind flare is attracted yeah. to Will because he's yeah, already well. seen the. Depending on the <laughs> mind flare sex, Will might have, old Willie boy might be uh, attracted to him too. More uh, on that later. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, and then I guess Eleven ended up closing the hole. Yeah, closed the portal. Closed the portal. Everything's all set. Or so done. we thought. Mind flare's gone. The mind flare is gone, and everything is cool. Yeah, they and have Hawkins. a nice little dance at the Season end. Season three is going to be more of a uh, of a Saved by the Bell kind of <laughs> yeah. tale. The college where Steve Harrington plays yeah. Zach, and Eleven plays Screech. <laughs> and, uh, Fill in the blanks. That you Billy see. is Hopper uh, is obviously Billy building. Is, yeah, Hopper is uh, is building. Hey, 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 what is going on in here? There's a three inch rule. <laughs> <laughs> um, that could have been a good building. I don't remember. <laughs> no, you definitely immediately pulled out the hey, hey, hey. What? Yeah. <laughs> that is, what is going on around here? <laughs> yeah. uh, that was more than I could have. That's why he's the Saved by the Bell champion, folks. <laughs> That's why. Via, via. If you want to know who the Seinfeld champ is, by the way, you got to listen up to Game Time 23, but... Uh, I guess that would bring us to, with all of that, that pretty much would bring us to yeah. uh, season, season three. three of Stranger season Things. Season three of Stranger And I guess with full disclosure in that, too, I have to admit that when we did pull this golden ticket... I was already six episodes into the series. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of maybe pushed it. Was, was, was that why you were so eager to uh, push this yeah. golden yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I banged this out the second it came out. I watched all eight episodes um, right when the show came out. And if this was a movie, I would have watched it again because it's a movie, <laughs> but I wasn't going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you can't go through things uh... again for the podcast. <laughs> so on this one... Liam so watched you're a little it bit rusty on yeah. the timeline. Now Liam so watched it a little I'll, closer. Yeah, lucky right? for you, I'm I, I'm a self-proclaimed Stranger Things expert. Yeah, so we're <laughs> gonna let Liam kind of be the captain on this ride. Expect a lot of oh yes from me <laughs> as we're doing this thing. Like oh yeah, I forgot about that. But no, I'm still pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I mean with that in mind as well, I feel uh, uh, just philosophically as, <laughs> as is my uh, uh, at least intention for a lot of these rundowns. But there's way too much going on to give you uh, uh, like an as detailed account as we might give you for. Let's say the dirt or XOXO, or where our review is longer than the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna try to uh, stay away from a nine-hour. Yeah, we're gonna try to keep this and under then nine. Season four, uh, Christine said. The yeah, bit. so if we hit this in four and a half, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so with that being said, we're going to try to just really <laughs> briefly run through some of the kind of major overall themes and highlights mm -hmm. of the season and then kind of get you to the finale where we'll maybe give you a little bit of a, a, a more kind of detailed account of the finale itself. Correct. However, yeah. we're going to be sticking to the major plot points uh, uh, and, you know, themes and what was going down in the show. Yeah, the big uh, hitters. The big hitters, the big I'd takeaways. Say. Uh, start. Although I guess it's gonna have to start kind of, you know, symbolically. Okay. How, okay. <laughs> with uh, uh, it kind of starts in the first episode, setting the tone that the things are changing a little bit for the gang. <laughs> As uh, Dustin comes back from camp, he's claiming to have a girlfriend. He wants to go up on the hill and mm -hmm. set up a transmission to talk to her. Cerebro. Eleven and my cerebro. Uh, Eleven and Mike keep on making out. Nobody wants to play Dungeons and Dragons with stupid Will. <laughs> <laughs> Things are the kids are getting older uh, in season. Yeah, Lucas is the old relationship expert at this point. He's been dating Max for a while now. You know. Yes, uh, uh, I guess as well. Early in the season, uh, speaking of, uh, of of jilted love, but uh, uh, Hopper uh, mm. uh, is trying to. Uh, 
put the moves on Winona Ryder, who, when last seen, her boyfriend just so sacrificed her. his life. Is the character, and then Winona Ryder is playing Winona Ryder. <laughs> Hopper's hitting on, what's her name? Nancy? No, Nancy's the daughter. Nancy's yeah, the can. daughter. I'll say, let's call I'm, her Grace. I'm going to be calling her Winona Ryder. Yeah, that's, for that the, tracks. <laughs> for, the, uh, for the remainder of this episode, uh, until you IMDB what her name actually is. Yeah, I might have to. So, uh, you keep going. Uh, I'm going to take a look season, at this. Last season, like we talked about earlier, there was the Rudy Winona Ryder love story uh, early in the season they're uh, they're kind of making it seem like there might be a hopper Winona Ryder thing going they've always as... flirted with the old hopper and Ex- Joyce, Joyce relationship <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, uh, so and then Joyce uh, ends up standing him up uh, leaving mm-hmm. him sitting at Enzo's to get hilariously drunk by himself yeah. Yeah, and right. walk out on the bill or I guess yeah. he throws cash down. I think he threw cash took the <laughs> bottle oh, yeah, exactly. said I am the goddamn law <laughs> I am the new police chief uh, so I guess that kind of helps uh, set up that like theme of the season. Um, I, I guess, however, well on the hill, uh, however, as Dustin brings up the gang to meet his uh, alleged girlfriend that he met at camp that nobody believes is real. Uh, uh, then uh, after the gang all disgruntedly leaves when she doesn't answer, then Ru- uh, Dustin picks up some weird Russian translation going down. The with bird flies east. <laughs> <laughs> the ice cream will melt. The cat is afraid of the dog. <laughs> yeah, and Dustin knows something is is, is amiss. Yeah, it's the eighties. So, Russians are bad. And, and well, as well, that was like we talked about a huge uh, charm of the show early this season as well. They did a great job keeping the eighties oh, sure. vibe. Because I guess all sorts of eighties reference, including uh, a Sibiro or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess before not to like step on your toes because you're doing a great job, this guy. But I just <laughs> want to say that the show. Show does open with like you see the same scientists doing the same scientist bullshit, and you're like, oh, here these idiots go again trying to open a portal, and you're like, why are yeah. they doing this? Okay, yeah, and then that. you realize it's in Russia that like the Russia. Russians are doing it yes. now. And you get to meet the first time you meet the Terminator guy. Okay, that's exactly. I was actually going to go to that point now. Sorry, they uh, they go. So Dustin is. Tra- I'm going to give you my version. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. Dustin hears the Russian. Then they cut to <laughs> the Russian sign. But uh, Devin is absolutely absolutely right. They do then establish. Establish mm-hmm. that there's some shady Russian shenanigans going down. I think the show opened meet... with that. No, yeah, for sure. It probably okay. did. But just... Uh, I'm sorry. In general. Just, yeah. yeah, for the purposes of my timeline, Dustin... <laughs> because that kind of... Dustin's whole point of the show uh, for throughout the season, he kind of gets splits up with the gang he and does. is in, like, like infiltrating the Russian uh, 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 yeah, scientists. Yeah. For so sure. Dustin picks that up and then they do uh, then t- uh, expose you to or introduce you to a couple of new hilarious Russians. There's the uh, Russian scientist that we'll call, that uh, Hopper calls Smirnov. Oh, Smirnov. Real name is Alexei. Uh, I'll be going with Hop Smirnov yeah. for this episode. And then there's the other badass, like, Sons of Anarchy Russian, <laughs> like, uh, Russian motorcyclist, like, kind of American-style badass, however. Yeah. It took me a couple episodes to be like, wait a minute, this guy is Russian? Like, what's going on? He's like, mm-hmm. he just has I a I think Hopper bumps into him at the restaurant, too, and he's walking out with the wine. Yes, he's exactly. There. That's true. That's their first encounter. And he 
is going in and out. They also, I guess, introduce you to the hilarious uh, uh, made, uh, uh, Shady Mayor from Jaws. Carrie Yules, man. <laughs> that guy's a huge. That's uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's Princess oh, Bride. Oh, that was Robin. That was yeah, Prince for sure. Bride. Princess You're Bride, right. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, Saw, shit. he was a doctor. Carrie Yules is a great character actor. When okay. I saw him pop up, I was like, oh, fucking Carrie Yules. And I think it might, oh, it's Carrie Yules is his name. Yeah. Nice, nice. But he is the uh, uh, very shady mayor who's in cahoots with this like Russian badass on a bike. You can tell that he's, I don't know if he's necessarily in cahoots or more being like put under duress. But you do what we say now, mayor. <laughs> exactly. So that, int- and then they do cut to the, they're showing that the Russians are trying, these goddamn Russians are trying to open, or I guess you want to know what happened. The show did open with the Russian uh, uh, people. However, maybe when Yeah, Dustin- man, are you mental? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe when Dustin uh, had his Russian translation is when you realize as a viewer that there is also Russian shenanigans going down in America. Well, yeah, because and these Russian scientists because sure, what they were doing Indiana. was failing in Russia. Exactly. So then they came, to Indiana. So they came over. So, yeah. the, the, so you find out though that this is all happening underneath the big new mall, mm-hmm. 80s style mega mall that is going to put out the future small businesses of America. Yeah, well, Joyce Byers, stupid yeah. Winona Ryder shop, yeah, not looking great. <laughs> yeah, uh, the whole downtown looks like fucking Flint, Michigan. So at first, I thought that was because the town hadn't recovered from like the fucking le- from season two. Yeah, and, and all you the remember nobody knows like about oh. Oh, the mall. Oh, yeah. Like, and, yeah, and as well. Like, yeah. nobody knows yet. But, uh, uh, so. So, so we find out that there's shady shit going down uh, mm-hmm. with the Russians trying to reopen the portal right here in uh, 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 America, right here in Hawkins, Indiana. Goddamn okay. America. Uh, I guess at this point, uh, on his way to bang Mike's mom, uh, we get introduced to Billy yeah. this season, who we talked about earlier. He's been working two. as the lifeguard now. He's the, he's the, the, the lifeguard that makes all the girls' heads turn. At all the, the moms are soaking <laughs> wet, and they... They haven't been to the pool once. <laughs> 100%. So, and uh, he then will now be a pretty huge part of the season two, where on his way to literally bang Mike's mom, uh, she ends up not showing up, spoiler yeah. alert, but we don't find out. Because husband with the babies. <laughs> yeah. Who a friend of mine, who I'm not going to name names, but a female friend of mine, she was like, that lady's fucking whack. I would have taken one look at my stupid husband and gone and fucked Billy's brain. I thought up. that's what they were going to do. I thought she was going to like see the dumb husband and like roll her eyes and go. No, she had a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, she had a... Uh, Real moral compass. A moral, yeah, a moral conundrum. And uh, However, Billy doesn't uh, ever find out that he gets stood up by uh, Mike's hot mom no. because he... Has a date up, of his own. <laughs> yeah. He ends up... Uh, his car... He crashes his car, but it, it, you kind of feel that the mind flare uh, uh, attacked him or whatever. Yeah, next why thing does he know, crash his Yeah, car? like, he, like he, his windshield gets hit. He's been like control. a Billy Badass. No, yeah, I, I don't know. They don't necessarily show you that the mind flare did it, but it's quite clear well, that the, the mind flare do? Throw a banana peel on the road? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, fucking throw one of his tentacles on the windshield or whatever. But he wasn't built yet. But, All right, we'll leave this alone yeah. for now. Right. <laughs> but he ends up getting possessed by the... He crashes his car, uh, gets out, and I think he's kind of like in the weird upside down then. Or, but yeah, one thing You're leads right. to yeah. the other, and he... Yeah, I feel like he got grabbed by the mind flare. He did. I think but, this is probably the mind flare that left Will in season two because exactly. at the end of season two when they're doing their dumb prom That's dance true. you do see it like over the town looming That's still true. 
at the end of every season, they give you a very yeah, yeah, yeah. obvious things of uh, sign yeah. of things to come. Yeah, the first one, but, Will throws up a slug. <laughs> the second one, uh, the yeah, mind flares like looking over yeah. and over town. So uh, uh, it then though possesses pretty much. I would say Billy, yeah. I, I'm going to use the incorrect head. like demagore uh, terminology, but for all intents and purposes, it then kind of possesses Billy, and throughout the rest Plays of the mind. season, uses him as like kind of a conduit to recruit other victims to feed to the mind flare what? that they then convert <laughs> their decomposed bodies yeah. into like strength for the mind flare so they turn into goo and then like a giant meatball, then, like a giant like meatball meat. yeah. get mushed together yeah. and Billy keeps on uh, uh, recruiting uh, other people including his girl some chick that he uh, the, the other lifeguard and then her parents uh, as well as a whole co- host of others all get taken and eaten by the mind flare and then their body yeah. transferred into power for the mind flare. And I was going to argue too like why just keep Billy in charge but you could argue as like Will would say he's a fine piece of ass so you know he's <laughs> yeah. like good looking no, guy. I didn't he's like, get that at all. Well, that's my whole thing. I'm coming up with this now but like he's a good you know he's like inviting and a good looking guy. Like, and hey, for some and reason I girl... feel that the mind flare uh, uh, well I feel that's where we'll get into it but that's where the troubled past of Billy what's his face comes in because I feel the mind Billy flare badass. was attracted to him because yeah. his dark past so was everyone else <laughs> exactly much like Mike's mom yeah. but uh, much like Will so then it, and, and we'll get into that I guess all later because I felt that the monster I did not really like I did not really see the logic in all of the power then why wouldn't all of these other people kind of just independently go recruit like, why do they need Billy in charge like you're saying so, yeah, yeah, yeah. things didn't necessarily line up but that's basically the gist of the season mm-hmm. is that the mind flare is growing in strength because Billy keeps on feeding them other people pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah. and then also so, or less. There's like also rats. rats. Something rats. <laughs> yeah. so there's something with rats that is exposed by st- uh, by Nancy and yeah. stupid Will's brother. Yeah, whatever that Super douche's C name plot. is. Like the most C plot of this series. <laughs> yeah, like, they're pretty much they're interns. Really feel like the writers have they're interns nothing, at no, like the Hawkins Times or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, their story, their whole storyline as a couple is pretty much used to just give yeah. you clues as Nancy to what's does going not on. Not respect the black room whatsoever. <laughs> I know, multiple times. This dumb broad does not know what the yeah, dark yeah. room. Yeah, the dark room. But, uh, I guess but me neither. I call they, it the black room. <laughs> but they give you a lot of insight that there is actual, like their their story arc is used to kind of give you uh, hints as to really what's going on. However, they really play no bearing to the with story the storyline whatsoever or ever until they meet up with the kids. Yeah. yeah, until they meet up with the kids. However, that is kind of another interesting part of what happens in this whole season is that kind of things get broken up mm-hmm. and could like fraction. You know what I mean? And they, absolutely, they split up. So. And there's like a, a, a whole bunch of like four or five totally different storylines going on that never intersect until the very end. Correct. However, as the wa- a viewer, you get insight onto everything that's going on. Absolutely. However, you the see how they all connect, necessarily know. except Nancy's so. stupid story. Like, what is with the rats? Something with the rats and this old lady. <laughs> Where are these? Why is this lady eating fertilizer? Like what? Yeah, like they really needed like all the president's men. Fucking yeah, no, you're subplot. right. They totally needed to use uh, something like, oh, fuck, to what get we can do them with these in. two idiots. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
But uh, <laughs> but so I guess uh, I guess the good thing about I that is speaking... we did get Gary Busey's son in the mix. Though. <laughs> oh, did. dude, yeah. mind blowing when you told me that the <laughs> asshole douchey reporter. I was calling him uh, a Keckner from uh, from Anchorman. <laughs> he reminded me a lot of David Keckner from of uh, the sports guy from Anchorman. Whammy. <laughs> but uh, dude, when I found out that was Busey's fucking That's son, Jake Busey, uh, I couldn't be more happier than when I found out that uh, that Robin was uh, Ethan Hawks daughter <laughs> and we'll get into that because i thought it was zuma thurman's then devin blows my mind <laughs> yeah. by asking me about ethan hawk i guess we'll get into that now because yeah, actually yeah, is yeah. where i'm going next sure. but real quick just to catch everybody up uh, i mentioned things get that fractionalized mm-hmm. and things get broken up dustin pretty much <laughs> from going on the hill and uh, and and hearing about the russian uh uh what's well, because all of his buddies phrase. ditched him too. Yeah, his buddies you know ditched I mean? him to go they've got better lives so then he ends up at the ice cream <laughs> shop <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I don't think Will's uh, <laughs> really sitting on the top of the cake but, there. Uh, but so he ends up at the ice cream shop with mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with old buddy Steve Harrington. Yeah, his mentor, if you will. <laughs> his mentor, Steve Harrington, <laughs> who um, he immediately have the all-time greatest high five. Oh, dude. Me and you better start doing the uh, lightsaber <laughs> yeah. high five. Yeah, this is just high-fiving <laughs> bullshit before the show starts. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the all-time geeked up high five between Steve Harrington <laughs> yeah, and Dustin. Yeah. But then we get uh, as well get introduced to a uh, new character. Character of the show, also hot Steve. off of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, sure, but sure. Uh, but Uma Thurman's daughter, who was really stealing all the headlines as Uma Thurman's daughter, Devin. Yeah, then now asks she's because he's the ice cream employee for sure. Well, we'll get back to Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. Devin <laughs> then asks me uh, uh, how how I feel about Ethan Hawke's daughter. Yeah. Uh, after a confused Google search, mind blowing. Yeah. When turns out it was that a very com- funny conversation via text of both because Liam asked. Me, he's like, well, which one's Ethan Hawke's daughter? I was like, she's the one that works at the ice cream shop. I go, the black chick. And he goes, and he goes, well, then which one's Uma Thurman's daughter? I'm like, she also works at the ice cream shop. He goes, well, which one was in uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I said, both of them. <laughs> yeah, and then it, it clicked. Then he got it. It was a very who's <laughs> yeah. on first kind of moment. Yeah. I knew exactly what I was doing. <laughs> uh, as did Abbott and Costello. The only thing it was that only yeah. well, thing. I think uh, I was both Abbott and Costello. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, so I was very uh, mind blowing when and, and mm-hmm. as Ethan Hawke, one of the great actors, they of met the on Gattaca on the set of Gattaca. No. The set of what? Gattaca. They okay, made that wow. terrible movie Gattaca. Yeah, sure, I remember like, Gattaca. Yeah. Uh, interesting. So, didn't know that they were ever a power couple. Apparently now, uh, uh, don't get too excited, because apparently now Splitsville. However, they yeah, left. Ethan Hawke wasn't crazy about watching Quentin Tarantino spit all over his was wife's face. a long time ago, because this chick has to be, what, like in her 20s, I'd say. 38. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this chick, she's not like it's the rest of the kids are like it's they're the kids. Yeah. She is like you know a teenager to them. I think and well, significantly same, older. Same age as Steve. You know what I mean? But I'd say that just in real life, she looks like uh, anyway. She's not like a child. She's not like actually. a child. No, no, no. Yeah. She's not like so, in the Dustin Eleven pack. for sure. Yeah, yeah and sure. to be Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter, she's got to be like 19, 20 years old. She's like, in the big kids group. Yeah. So shocking to hear. You'd figure Ethan Hawke. I didn't even know they were ever a couple. But I guess like twenty years ago. Yeah, let alone Farted out a baby 22 yeah, years ago. Like, hey, hey, hey. But, uh, uh, so, and this is pretty much her, I guess, like, debut on the scene this year. Yeah, I would say so. You know, really emerging with Once Upon a Time, the, the hit movie of the summer and the hit TV show. And really a major uh, a part. She's the one new character. Major screen time. Uh, a lot of screen as, time. like, it's really her, Dustin, and, and uh, of course, Steve. Steve. Uh, so, like Devin was saying, her and Steve are the two Scoops Ahoy's employees. Yeah. Uh, Dustin comes in. She 
ends up helping out trans breaking cracking the code as mm. to what Dustin was hearing. Because she's like a nerd. Russians. She's still in high school, you know what I mean? Like that's why like her that's and Steve true. knew each other. Steve yeah. already graduated like, high school. They, they said at the term that they're like fresh out of high school. Right? She's still in high school. Okay, she's still in high school. Because he even says it to Dustin once. He's like, Come on, man, she's still in school. Okay, I see, I see. But yeah, Steve is now like the loser that's out of high school mm-hmm. and like classic jock working story. at the exactly classic jock story. Working at the mall ice cream shop and uh, they go on a pretty crazy adventure to infiltrate mm-hmm. like deep rooted espionage as well that, they also recruit uh, Lucas's apparently Lucas's sister who through for the yeah, first couple episodes yeah, big, big sassy MVP. young black chick uh, did not sassy and then, that's the word you're gonna go with <laughs> I mean ultra sassy really but then we find out she's Lucas's sister first thought I would say to myself what is there only one black family in Hawkins turns out probably pretty accurate story yeah for Hawkins <laughs> Because she was in the second season. Because See, I don't really remember the big her. gripe in the first season. I remember people being like, "No one ever saw Lucas's family once." But I don't think he ever saw Dustin's family once either in the first season. Her mom, his so, mom. He had a couple. At least I think that was the second season. Mom. I think that was the second season okay, where he like finds the little like. Gorga dog or oh, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But the second season, they did have uh, Lucas's family, and he, all those girls were his sisters. He okay, has like a bunch whole of, crew. He's the only boy. Okay, they're wow. all his sisters, and they were all just you be know like. What? I think I am remembering this a little bit from second. And they would season. just make fun of him. He'd like leave like his, some stupid helmet or something. He's like, I got to go. And like, you nerd. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, yeah, hilarious. She was okay, like so they, blip- the first couple uh, uh, episodes. Her and the little like group of friends, uh, apparently who are all sisters, and I mean that literally. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all like. They're like little Jersey mall rats and always hanging out at the mall, uh, uh, getting free ice cream and everything. Then you find out it's Lucas's uh, sister. but uh, You find out it's Lucas's sister. (laughs) But she really uh, takes a huge uh, uh, storyline upgrade as well as her, uh, Robin, Steve, and Dustin Mm -hmm. are really like the four horsemen that uh, embark on an epic adventure on their own. Yeah. Um, while they're doing this... Because like, she can fit in a grate, and we get free ice cream for life. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was pretty much... Yeah, the rest of the... They, they, they uh, were... It was like a necessary evil to bring her aboard. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> but while this is going on, I guess, at the same time... Uh, I guess at the same time, another storyline was uh, Mike and Eleven uh, are spending too much time together. They were... Uh, that's why they... Hence, mm-hmm. dusting, uh, du- uh, ditching Dustin. So at this point, Hopper, who, if you remember, is like in legal custody of Eleven... Uh, 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 kind of goes out of his way to, uh, to sabotage yeah. the like hilarious twelve-year-old uh, puppy love from these two, and like instead of having he plans on having a heart-to-heart that Winona Ryder makes him you know yeah, prepare yeah, yeah. Writes his letter, then, yeah, yeah. letter, and then instead of telling the letter, like threatens Mike at gunpoint. Well, because so, Mike's like, such a little asshole too. Like Mike's like, "What man? Like get the fuck out of here!" And you're like, "Jesus Christ!" But then you kind of remember in the earlier seasons, like when Will first goes missing. Like, when the kids are talking to Hopper, he's like, oh, you three little assholes. Like, they are little jerks. They are, like, the Goonies. You know what I mean? They've always yeah. been, like, they are the nerds, but they've always been, like, the little disrespectful for nerds. For sure. Been, like, no, and What's Mike up, is always pig? definitely, yeah. like, a smart man. And Mike's always a little piece of shit. Sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. So even but when Hopper right. tells yeah. him that, like, his grandma died, or his grandma's sick, and he gets in the car, he's like, what's wrong with Nana? And he's like, nothing's wrong. He's like, you lying piece of shit. <laughs> like, he's like, God damn, Mike. No, yeah, for sure. But you're right. Hopper turns the screws on him. <laughs> turns like, the screws on him. Yeah, more or less hilarious Hopper fashion. And Hopper really. 
uh, uh, next to uh, uh, Steve Harrington and Dustin's <laughs> relationship, but Hopper main MVP of the series. I'd yeah, say. for sure. But uh, uh, so Hopper, yeah, threatens uh, Mike to kind of put the kibosh on the relationship. Mike, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I guess it like gets caught lying to Eleven, saying they can't hang. He can't hang out one day. She's all upset. Ends up befriending Max, going to the mall. That kind of is like uh, Max and Eleven then kind of have more mm-hmm. of a girly relationship for Eleven's life. For sure, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. And uh, uh, that kind of, the rest of the season, it's kind of Mike and Eleven are kind of on the outs a little bit. They're feuding. You know, Which is horseshit, because, like, come on, man. After everything you guys have been through, yeah, for sure. it's not puppy love at this point. Like, you two should be getting married. <laughs> like, you saved the world Or at twice. least you could be, you know what I Fucking mean? Fucking Mike like, adopted this chick. Put her in, like, a doghouse. And, like, better. <laughs> like, brought her back to hell. I know, Fuck seriously. No, because he lied. Friends don't lie, Mike. <laughs> it's fucking Max chick's bad news. I'm yeah, for sure. Max really was definitely the catalyst to uh, all that. She was oh, yeah. definitely the bitchy friend that's mm-hmm. getting in the ear of your girlfriend and fucking like exactly. telling him uh, 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 all the cock blocking you, so yeah. to speak. You've never done a breakup before? Like, be easy. <laughs> you know, seriously. My Cadillac. Uh, but uh, uh, that pretty that pretty much I guess sets up like all of the storylines that are going yeah. down, and uh, and I guess really as a, as a, uh, a season really not much necessarily happens. It kind of establishes all of these things are going on mm-hmm. and sets up like intersecting storylines that then really all kind of come together uh, uh, on the fourth of July. Yeah, because uh, really like yeah, like any good show because again this isn't a movie like we always review. So like any good show it takes a lot of build up to like, for sure. get to like the big. Payoff. Yes, like, and there's a couple the of beginning. like false uh, false alarms where they they have some false setups where they think things are going to be yeah. big, and then you know they turn around like the they fight the Terminator a couple times, <laughs> loses for sure. Know. They set up the whole couple episodes setting up the lady and the rats and the fertilizer. That turns out to be nothing. I guess what like, we should say dead, though is know, we like, do meet the reporter from the second season who now tags along with Hopper and Winona. Also, okay, that's true. They need uh, big... they eventually. I guess that pretty much brings us to to where I'm going now. Okay. Uh, uh, to the fourth of. July, and I'd say that in terms of the season, it was probably like the last two episodes. I'd say maybe seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in you know, in uh, for the purposes of this podcast, anyway. But I, uh, that was pretty much when it really all comes to head on the big Fourth of July, uh, where at this point, uh, like you mentioned, Hopper and Winota have kidnapped uh, a Smirnoff, oh, the yeah. Russian scientist. However, hilarious language barrier exists. They end up going to the reporter from. Season two's house mm-hmm. to translate Russian. Okay, uh, at this point, it's also kind of made clear to us that uh, Eleven uses her telepathic abilities to track down Billy. Correct. They find out that he is indeed possessed by the mind flare, using other people. Uh, I guess they don't necessarily find this out, but like we find out that he's yeah. using the other people. And on the fourth of July, they're going to be attacking specifically Eleven. As yeah, because well, they seems. remember Eleven. Yeah, he's like, dude, you've been fucking with us for two. Seasons. And they know that like Eleven is their only last season. Eleven was really single, even so far in this. Uh, I think yeah. they have one run in with them. She stops them every she time. Stops them. at the hospital. So they know she, they like, need just to fuck them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they know they so they know they need to kill Eleven mm-hmm. to get it. So they set out on the fourth of July to uh, uh, get Eleven uh, on the same day. I guess uh, Hopper and Winona, who have kidnapped Schmirnov, head in to infiltrate the uh, Star Court Russian lab yeah, to blow up the machine that's being used to try to close the portal. 
Okay. Correct. Now, uh, really, in essence, we can get into this later in our holes, but at this point, really, like, uh, 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 it's interesting because Hopper and Winona don't even necessarily know the Demogor is, like, out there running wild. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. know? Or, so, like, what the fuck their kids have been up to. Like, yeah, nobody cares, yeah, for yeah. sure, it's about summer, the, baby. <laughs> I know. That was my explanation. It's, like, summertime, man. <laughs> I was running around outside. But Erica, uh, Lucas's sister, is, like, seven. Is a child. Is a child, She yeah. goes missing for, like, fucking 30 six hours like but uh and then yeah there's nobody there's a lot of like uh, continuity holes i'd yeah. say but it is remember part of the charm of the show it, it it is like an 80s adventure ride oh absolutely so there are a million uh, yeah. right down to the fact with uh uh uh, uh hopper or as smirnoff hilariously calls him but fat rambo <laughs> <laughs> but his fat rambo moment where he uses his machine gun to gun down like five russian guards yes. and then they pull the old use their clothes to like like even down to that moment like every okay. hilarious 80s you know cheesy movie tactic was used in the best intention for sure you know? and yeah and totally enjoyable yeah, every, for sure. every second and of very it, yeah. intentional so uh uh, that's going down with Hopper. That's pretty much going down on the 4th of July at the same time. And then all of this time, I guess, uh, uh, I guess at this point, Harrington and Robin got captured by the Russians Correct. who tried to uh, uh, figure out what they were doing. Harrington pretty much told them the truth, which is they're just like ran. They're, they're, just, they're, they're not working for anybody. Like yeah. the Russians trying to figure out like what CIA branch they're working for <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It's like, look, asshole, what we're wearing. <laughs> This is not, yeah, this yeah. is not an undercover wardrobe. This is my Scoops Ahoy uniform. They get the truth serum. But, they get all stoned. Uh, Erica and Dustin are able to escape. Uh, I guess this kind of, they then go back in and break out. Uh, 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 Robin and Harrington. These two children, again, break into like a Russian base. And then break <laughs> out their, oh, the big kids. Yeah, then break out the big kids, which then they sneak in. To the mall, bringing together the whole epic uh, for the first time, really, since like season uh, episode one of this season, where the whole gang is together, yeah, and you get the one scene, fleeting yeah. moment in the mall. Uh, yeah, I guess where yeah, the Russians are shooting at Steve for and sure. Deb, those four underneath, and all of a sudden you hear the car you're like, brant, brant, yeah, it comes like, to the over. point where like you feel that uh, I guess it's who Nancy, the other douche, the the other douche, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the nameless douche, yeah. and then Dusty, the other buyers. Uh, uh, and it seems like they they are trapped. And one of the many times in the season that it seems like it's trapped and uh, 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 nothing can possibly save the crew now until the car comes flying and you know Eleven has broken into the mall. Yeah, and as well, just OP. E even this closed mall, everybody was so easily able to sneak in and out of, yeah, and, like yeah, coming yeah. at liberty. That fucking three o'clock in the morning at this mall in uh, in Indiana. But so Eleven and the whole gang break. In, they throw the car at all of the assholes yeah. trying to kill the rest of the gang. Right around now, Dustin breaks through the mall with Harrington and the rest of the gang. Then there was another. Then I guess the uh, Demogor also shows up, or the big mind flare rather mm -hmm. shows up in the mall. Eleven fights them off a little bit. Well, here's what happened: is no, she got they've, the Demogor attacks him in the house first. No, for sure. And then like, it bites her leg because the mall. Oh, that's right. After like all yes. the gang gets together, she's like. Urgh. I can't like my leg hurts. And you realize the thing is in her leg, for sure. And they get the thing out. 
out. She like pulls it style. out. Her leg yeah. is fucking pulsing. They like slice her leg open. She like pulls it out with her powers. Like throws it away. Here comes the rest of the gang, the big big kids, because you see the hopper boot coming down. Yes, squishes the slug. Which at that point, when the which was a great scene, she throws the slug out, and then you see a boot stomp. smash. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it was gonna be the Russian evil Russian oh, dude, Terminator, who yeah, Terminator, yeah, yeah, yeah. who has now trapped down the kids and is gonna edit again. Like, all oh, right, yeah. when you think they're safe, but no, the th- the it's foot smashes again, and it's Hopper and Winona, the big big kids, <laughs> and then, yeah, and the stupid reporter, and the grown ups. But so, then yeah, I guess you realize immediately now too that together. Eleven has no powers anymore. Too. Yes, because she immediately starts like doing the thing with the can. Can't yes. move the can anymore. She's For powerless. Sure. They've nerfed Eleven. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, and Mike had been kind of warning about this the whole time. Yeah. And at one point, there was a double nosebleed. And they really had been it asking a, a lot of, of Eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Eleven had, like, at this point, we kind of... Especially shitty it, Mac. She's like, who else can we spy on? It was like, <laughs> fucking take it easy. <laughs> but uh, 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 as well, we did kind of brush over it. But I'd say that uh, uh, there was... Two different like demagore attacks, uh, or you know times where they've where she's had to use her power to really fight everybody off. Uh, so there was a couple fleeting moments in the mall where the whole gang is together. However, uh, they get broken up again because now the big kids are gonna go break down to mm-hmm. the Russian lab to ultimately blow up this machine. However, they need somebody to na- to navigate them. So Dustin, uh, Erica. And who I guess Steve maybe and, Stephen uh, Robin, Stephen Robin goes uh, to shoot Cerebro. up to the hill where Dustin has his transmission set up to mm-hmm. talk to his fake girlfriend. Who this whole time you had a feeling that at some well, point he wasn't going to talk to his girlfriend yet. He was no, going no, no, up there sure. just to like. That's navigate. why he said yeah, yeah. thing. That's why he said well, yeah, transmission. That's why he set the thing up. So it's, yeah. it, he, it was set up to uh, be able to translate with his girlfriend in Correct. Utah. Uh, now they go up there so they'll be able to like uh, have transmission so that can, can go talk deep enough to the. Uh, layer or whatever. So uh, the uh, so Hopper, uh, Winona, uh, and, and, and the, the reporter. reporter go down to uh, uh, into the lab. Uh, uh, Dustin, Steve, and Erica go up to the hill. Uh, Eleven and the rest of the gang they kind of get stuck, trapped in the mall, or they go to leave. But then Billy, uh, a possessed Billy, is waiting outside the mall. Chases them back in the mall. Correct. Okay. I I think that's when the Demogor or the uh, Mind Flare actually breaks into the uh, top through the roof of the mall. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, 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 Billy eventually comes into the uh, the possessed. Billy is now in the mall with the whole huge giant monster Correct. zeroing down on like Mike, Lucas, Eleven, and Will. I suppose. Yeah. yeah well, Will's scratching the back of his neck. <laughs> I know. Was like, it's here. It's here. It's like, yeah, of course it is. Here. There's a <laughs> giant crab meatball monster in front of us. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking fact that it's pounding through the ceiling was yeah. enough of a clue than your stupid fucking neck but uh, uh so you feel like there's no uh, yet again a moment that you feel like nothing can save them now uh a cue to billy who at this point uh, after all season long being possessed by the demon and i guess in one of those uh uh, uh time that time where 11 used her psycho uh you know uh, i was gonna call it psychopathic power <laughs> yeah. but her telepathic power to uh, uh spy on 
on Billy, she gets a glimpse into the troubled past of Billy. Oh boy. That really tri- that really triggered his uh, 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 total douchebag lifestyle. So it was the typical '80s dad smacking around his mom, being an asshole to the yeah. kid. You know, being a douche. <laughs> yeah, uh, asshole dad leads to asshole kid. Uh, however, Eleven did see some of the nice uh, moments nice he went between Billy once. and his parents. Yeah, yeah, between Billy and his mom, he went surfing and caught a seven-foot wave, and she was wearing a pretty white dress. So then, like right at the height <laughs> of this crazy fucking demagogue about to bite her fucking head off, Eleven like like whis- starts whispering. Sweet nothings of Billy's past. Yeah. Oh, your mom was pretty. Oh, yeah. that way. Much like Liam just said, she <laughs> yeah. had a pretty white dress. Uh, yeah. She was very pretty. And then on the fucking spot of a dime, mm. this guy that's been a psychopath for two fucking seasons, uh, he was gonna run the kids off the road. He was fucking practically about to drop the n bomb to Lucas. He was gonna <laughs> bang Mike's mom. He's been possessed by a demon. Fucking eleven goes like, come on, once you were nice for one day. He immediately hops up yeah. and sacks sacrifices himself to kill yeah. the demon For some who is already should be possessed yeah. so I don't know why the demon would even be able to eat him yeah, he just, like, because he him already yeah. did eat him he just like, sucked <laughs> out like meat and also, like, dude, Billy's never met Eleven before. Yeah. yeah he doesn't know this kid. You're going to die for Eleven. And the, the, like Devin had pointed out earlier, but this is not, this backstory is not, like, national news. So yeah. nobody knows what the hell's going on, you know? Uh, uh, so he turned on his leader, pretty much, who is yeah. this big demagogue that's been possessing him the whole fucking... So uh, a very kind of random face turn there for Billy that really only bought a couple seconds of time. Yeah, he didn't even, like, ultimately rip the, his head off or anything, either. He just kind of like tickled him. It was like, was like Ooh. Yeah. it was a gut shot that got him. Yeah. But uh, uh, and ultimately, really just uh, uh, bought like an extra four or five minutes of time, so he didn't eat eleven at that moment. Yeah. Because while this is going on, it's really coming to a head. And at this point, I guess we should say that the uh, main theory here is that if Hopper and Winona and Shut the scientists the, yeah. can blow this uh, machine up, Shut that is gate. keeping the hole open and the whole closes the uh, monster will then die yeah which makes no sense yeah it didn't happen last season it was still floating around yeah it's still here after last year so uh, uh, they're getting close and they've stolen the clothes of uh, soldiers they've machine gunned down and they've done a lot of other very passable too oh I don't know she's like got a very Charlie Trappin yeah, they've smiled and nodded their way uh, to the gates where the Terminator shows up, <laughs> drags Hopper outside in a moment that uh, now we're really entering ultimate climax, as well, I guess, uh, uh, a Smirnoff. Uh, uh, the uh, the the Russian scientist Alexei was gunned down at the state fair that we didn't really get into. But a lot of action happened at the state fair with the hilarious shit. So they got to figure out things themselves. And I guess to be before say, how did Hopper and Winona get in the room to shut down the machine? Old Dustin got a little help. Okay, yeah, because they needed the code for like the Fibonacci sequence or something. Oh yeah, Dustin knew most. I'm gonna call it the Pythagorean theorem because it was the only math term that I know. But it was some equation, famous. Equation. If you're smart, you probably know what it is. But uh, they finally co- and you knew the whole time, uh, deep in your '80s nostalgic heart, that eventually you were going to find out. And in, in the the perfect moment, yeah. Susie was going to show up, and she does exist, and she saves the day. Yeah, so when they need her most, down that she exists, and after everybody has yeah put shadow on the fact that she's existed. I'm going to say this though. 
She wasn't hotter than Phoebe Cates. <laughs> no Phoebe Cates for sure. She was no Phoebe Cates. Not really my style. She was 12. <laughs> I know. But uh, 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 ultimately, though, she knew the code, and she told him the code after uh, making Dusty Buns. You got to do it, Dusty Buns. <laughs> In a hilarious boyfriend-girlfriend moment that everybody, everybody's been pressured into doing something horrible by their stupid girlfriend. <laughs> And Dusty has to sing the uh, the the theme song to the Neverending Hell Story. Yeah. Uh, uh, two, he has to serenade uh, Susie with that song. Uh, uh, with Susie does not know he's on circuit with the entire gang right now. Yeah. So all of his twelve-year-old friends, as well as Hopper and the Russian scientist, are all listening in as he serenades Susie uh, in one of the highlights of the whole season. But so Dusty Buns. I uh, wish they all would have died during that scene. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Like, everyone you've ever known Too is late, dead Dusty now. Buns. Yeah. But uh, sorry, Dusty It wouldn't be the romantic moment if yeah. it really cost every if it cost Hawkins their lives. But uh, uh, so she gives him the code. They're able to get in the door. Okay. Uh, uh, so at this point, we're really uh, bearing down on, on on ultimate climax. Another thing that we brushed over, I guess. But uh, uh, earlier on, when they had commandeered, when they'd broken into an abandoned supermarket somehow, uh, 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 they had stolen a whole bunch of fireworks. Oh yeah. They thought it was maybe. <laughs> Going to come in handy. Now, this to me There's was own, hilarious yeah. because uh, uh, when last talked about on the Geeked Up Summer Preview and Seinfeld Night whole thing, it was Geeked Up Weekend and the Mets were doing Fireworks Night, oh, Stranger, Stranger things. things. And I was joking around about how it was obviously a shameless attempt by the Mets to throw Stranger Things in there. And I was going, What do fireworks have to do with Stranger Things? And you were going, It's on the 4th of July, dude. And I was thinking to myself, What is fucking Barnes and Idiot? Dude, does he think that just because it's on the 4th of July, there's going to be like a huge pivotal fireworks scene? And then, so they end up stealing these fireworks from the grocery store, and then as well, I guess, to buy them time, they like, the, their first attempt at fighting off the big Demogor are just lighting the shit out of yeah. them with, with like, fireworks. <laughs> yeah. And not even like high-grade explosive fireworks, yeah. but like the fun sparkly ones yeah. that like look cool. Yeah, Roman candles and <laughs> whatnot. Roman candles yeah, yeah. and shit. So, so suck uh, it, Whalen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> suck it, Whalen. And well done by the Mets on Stranger Things Fireworks Night. Uh, I'd like to say well done by Barnes. Uh, yeah, and well done by Barnes. But uh, uh, So that was, uh, again, another time-saving tactic for them to get a couple of minutes for Winona and Hopper to get to the gates where they were Alex, where Smirnoff told them it's a two-man operation yeah. and they need two keys, two people the 80s, need two to keys. be there to turn the, 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 the knob. Uh, however, uh, uh, Hopper gets dragged outside like the little safety uh, 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 room, mm -hmm. you know, uh, to the other side of the glass, like face to face with the machine, keeping the hole uh, uh, open. All right. Epic fight scene with uh, the Russian Terminator and yeah. up throwing him through the, the, the gears of the machine. Yeah. Plop. Yeah, yeah, it just <laughs> plops, dude. <laughs> However, with time urgent pressing down and Winona Ryder already having rigged up a belt to yeah. just in case Hopper gives him the okay, she's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, pre really. pretty happy you said okay because I'm already in yeah. the middle of doing it anyway. Already on it, bud. <laughs> but in, in really after, like I mentioned, we've, we've already just seen Smirnoff 
and uh, 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 Billy die. However, mm-hmm. not really satisfied, especially after last season when Rudy bit the dust. Yeah, he bit and high. I texted Devin before episode eight going, I wonder who's going to go because you know somebody's going to die in the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I didn't for the life of me see it. Yeah, we're not going to say what I text you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but uh, did not know how I didn't see it. But ultimately, Winona ends up with, with time of the essence and Hopper at this point still like in the middle of the fight with the guy because yeah. I don't know why he couldn't have just ran back in real well, quick. I think there's Russian scientists running with like machine guns okay, too. Like true. they were gonna come like kill her. Yeah. So he gave her the old thumbs up, the old ah. <laughs> yeah. And for the second season in a row, it ends with Renona Ryder's fucking boyfriend, even though they haven't been banging yet. But with Renona Ryder's love interest sacrificing himself so everybody else can live. He turns. The key turns. Gate shuts. The gate shuts. It blows People up. People are blowing thing. up in the thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and Hopper goes. Uh, goes away. You don't uh, see him again. <laughs> Hopper's dead. Hopper is dead. Hopper blows For up. For now. For <laughs> now. Uh, uh, but but uh, yeah, big loss. You surprising. lose Hopper. Yeah. We'll get into Hopper later in that whole situation. But uh, Hopper uh, blow. Hopper goes. However, the machine is blown up. The hole closes, and immediately. What happens but the fucking uh, hundred-foot meatball monster monster immediately keels over, Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, the gang has pretty much saved Saved the day. As well at this point, Hopper did, like, alert the X-Files team. He did the SOS to Paul Reiser. (laughs) I know. Yeah. The random Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser shows up like a hero. It's like, come on, what are we doing here? Yeah. But uh, uh, so the, the government, the American government does eventually at the last minute come over to seize the day and now finally this whole uh, 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 I guess we'll cut that was pretty much the end yeah they cut to three months later that was pretty much the end in all intents and purposes of that storyline they cut to three months later we find out now with Hopper gone Mm. uh, uh, Winona Ryder and the Byers family the most unstable lady (laughs) and crazy kids ever have gotten custody (laughs) of a fucking superhero over here so uh, a depowered superhero still no powers still no powers that's true she can't even get just a regular you're lame. Top shelf. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so she uh, gets adopted by the buyers. They, however, move out of Hawkins. Yeah, they're moving. Like, that's the whole thing. They're taking the kids and, and 11. And finally. And they're moving. If I was yeah, any yeah. of these kids, would have moved after season one. But dude, be like, what's his face? The oldest buyer's son. Looks like very sad. He's like, I'm sorry, I have to move, Nancy. It's like, no, you don't. No, you fucking don't. <laughs> You're, You're 22. You're, You're a grown up. You don't have to like move with your mom. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Like the yeah. kids. Yeah, you should want to move out of Hawkins, Indiana, after but, you've like, been you getting chased be like, by I'm demons sorry, for three Nancy. years. But uh, yeah, what? What? He, uh, so that, and then that is... Like, dog, you have a lease with Nancy, dude. You live with Nancy. The show opens with you guys leaving Nancy and yours guys' apartment. Yeah, that's true. You have already moved in with Nancy. But uh, I guess that is pretty much the wraps. Uh, cue the credits. Everyone's crying. Eleven's leaving. Yep. But then, you know, credits roll. Classic MCU style. You get a little sneak. I mean, I would say classic MCU that would be to wait till after the credits. They let the credits roll for 1.5 seconds yeah. before they threw in the... Well, because it's Netflix. They know they would immediately like, flick you onto something else. Yeah, like, exactly. are you ready to watch Angry Wives Club? Like, yeah. what? So they immediately go to the post credit script. 
However, you want to take the post-credits scene? I guess we'll want to actually save the post-credits scene for our kitschy sure, questions sure, sure. segment, Ooh. which we uh, maybe will be, which we'll be getting into soon. We will be getting but, to soon. Uh, there was a post-credits scene which establishes potentially things to come. Yeah, a season uh, four, perhaps. A season four. So, a teaser alert there. We'll be getting into that in a couple of minutes. Although uh, that pretty much wraps up. I guess it really ends as well. Then before they leave, a very emotional. Uh, letter from yes. Hopper. Hopper wrote uh, Winona Ryder finds the letter that Hopper wrote, uh, the heart to heart that he wrote mm-hmm. to have with Eleven that he never gave because he ended up putting the screws to Mike instead. Yeah. Uh, a much better approach. <laughs> uh, However, she reads that, and, and a very emotional uh, ending to season three of Stranger mm-hmm. Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, what was your take? What were your feelings? What were your, we'll give her our big ultimate review later. Yeah, uh, but season three, what were your first impulse thoughts? Really, uh, I, enjoyed, I liked it much more than season two. Season two is kind of a rehash of season one a little bit. Yep. I feel like this was kind of new. I like the splitting up of the gangs. I like the multi-stories. For sure. Uh, yeah, good, great takeaway. For I, sure. I'd say I my just, takeaway is honestly remarkably similar. Just, uh, first thought, liked it way more than season two. For sure. Huge pleasant 100%. surprise. That was like my first impulse thought was that uh, it felt a lot more organic mm-hmm. than season two. I don't know if that was just first. And, and as well, I feel like had it been uh, an extra year since season two, it would have been a little bit longer. Yeah, I don't know. I feel potentially. I was maybe just more ready for it. It might have been me. Well, yeah, it has head. been a long time. It came out on Halloween, and then it went all the way through a year, and then all the way to the next Fourth of July. So it was well over a year. Okay, I see. It was I like see. a year and a half since and, it came uh, out. Uh, maybe I, my attitude going into season two was a little bit more sour than season three. However, uh, was not necessarily super looking forward. Like I was happy enough to be watching the series. I would have watched it anyway. Happy mm-hmm. enough to do it for the podcast. However, uh, 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 was not necessarily enjoyed it way. more more than I was expecting to on the heels of season two, I'll just say. Yeah, no, me too. Where it I really a- felt like they were, uh, it felt like more, like I said, more organic. They Season two, it felt like they were just trying to put something together. It was a very pleasant surprise. Uh, my whole thing, though, I guess if I would give it any two things, two, like, two little like stinky cents is I hate that everybody still acts like nothing really happened. It's like, dude, you guys survived a monster attack <laughs> twice. You know what I mean? Like your yeah, kid was yeah, kidnapped sure. twice and you still let him go play with his friends. I mean, really like, like three times now. I mean, yeah, like, this no, is absolutely. crazy. And like, I guess one thing that I was going to say just to really put the finish off the recap, but they uh, another thing that did happen was they have now established that the world now knows about all the shady shit. Shit and Hawkins, all of the labs, all of the when stuff. When did that happen? That was part of the thing. They fucking showed at the end that, you know what I mean, like the hard line report about all of the oh, stuff yeah. going on. So they said that, like, they, like, made sure they were showing newspaper. They did, like, a montage. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like, That's a media right. montage of the, like, they showed Dustin on the front page of the paper. Forgot. Gonna I told you there was going to be a lot of oh, yeahs on this one. <laughs> Here's a big oh, yeah. So, yeah, they did. So they, Which has always been kind of a gripe for me, though, like a tone throughout the whole season. It was like, how does nobody in this fucking small town know that they're under yeah. attack by fucking demons? Like, Jesus Christ. Christ, you know, <laughs> but uh, so so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that would be like my only couple of grapes. But really enjoyed this season. Uh, uh, I guess if, if you want me to throw a gripe out there, I knew you would. <laughs> uh, ultimately. Uh, uh, I guess my I guess my my little minor gripe hated the whole Billy 
uh, I loved asshole Billy, loved about to bang Mike's mom Billy, mm-hmm. uh, did not really like face turn Billy. Yeah, did not no, make, First no. of all, you didn't like him all season, so when he sacrificed himself, it was not like a hard loss. I think they might have been doing that just to throw you off from Hopper, so you're like, oh, that's a death. You have Alexi and Billy, Sad, yeah. you think those are going to be the deaths. When Hopper dies, it was like, holy shit, I didn't see that coming. Probably would have just been Alexi. Like, we really lost Alexi <laughs> this season. Poor Smirnoff. Right. <laughs> He finally came around. He had, I'll tell you what, though. Honestly, when he got killed, I was like, ah, dude, poor Smirnoff. He was all happy with his Woody Woodpecker thing. <laughs> yeah, he was about dude. to eat like, some ice cream. Fucking corn dog and a, yeah, yeah, like, corn at the dog. fair. Like, oh, was, man. Woody, yeah, Smirnoff was crushing it. But uh, <laughs> that one bummed me out more than fucking Billy did. <laughs> yeah, I know. Absolutely. Because we've hated Billy for fucking yeah, two exactly. seasons now. Exactly. And then also, like I mentioned, first of all, uh, uh, I didn't really need to like find out about Billy's troubled past <laughs> to establish that he was an asshole. Yeah, he's just an asshole. <laughs> yeah, uh, 80s asshole. Yeah. Good enough. Exactly. Uh, and then, however, definitely not uh, strong enough. Like, it was not established strong enough to then be used to like pull the heartstrings for Eleven to turn him face at the end. Yeah, exactly. By just like dropping one little uh, positive emotional thing you've seen from this guy. So that was not. Uh, uh, that didn't fly with me. <laughs> However, more than that, was not really a much like season one as well, where uh, once you kind of found out and once you saw the monster, I feel like it took a turn for the worse. I was not in love with the actual monster in this season. I probably yeah. preferred the Demodogs last year oh, see, a little I like bit more. I this more than the Demodogs. I hated the I Demodogs. I mean, I didn't really get the molding power. And then if so, why wouldn't all of these people just be zombies out there going yeah, and including of... their own uh, army? Why? Why were they able to fight it off with a shotgun? And like, why does it like? Why was it yeah, struggling right. to find them in the mall? You know what I mean? Like, there's all sorts of like this thing would be able to demolish the whole fucking town in two seconds. Yeah, it wouldn't be true. like struggling around the mall. Yeah, the second around. eleven was depowered. <laughs> See, I guess for Tom Gripes, that's my whole thing because I hate when they do that in shows too, where they realize that like eleven's too powerful. At least they waited to the last episode. But I hate when they have to like nerf a character and be like, oh, she doesn't have powers anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was too much. Yeah. It was like, I like. For I sure. guess it's good since they waited because they kept hinting at they were going to do it. Yeah, Double nosebleeds, Mike griping about yeah. it. Turned out it was going to be just the bite, but still, like you knew it was going to happen. I'm glad it didn't happen like mid season because it was still fun to watch her like be a badass for like, sure. Confrontation with Billy in the pool. No, I mean, the whole the, like, the fact that she is the superhero character is yeah, exactly. like the whole backbone of the show exactly. is that Eleven has powers. So season four now, I have to wait like. Four out of eight episodes <laughs> and watch her get her stupid like, powers back. I was back. joking around we about it. We know it's going to happen. I was joking around yeah. about it turning into Dawson's Creek, but without her having superpowers. Yeah, what are we doing? And the mind flare being, oh, it's just the fuck. And no hop <laughs> to put boundaries. Yeah, exactly. A bunch of dopey kids just making out. Yeah, and fucking, I mean, uh, uh, Lord only knows who fucking Winona Ryder is going to shackle up with next. Oh, dude, poor Matt <laughs> Dillon doesn't stand a chance next season. <laughs> I know. <laughs> fucking A. So, uh, was not really in love with the monster, uh, uh, the Billy character. I'd say was a little bit of a of a didn't like. Um, uh, Got to be honest though, uh, uh, in terms of uh, uh, positives, I felt Hopper was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt kind of earlier on in the uh, se- series of the show, he was like a fun, dopey kind of uh, oh, uh, character. Yeah, yeah. This time, I really felt he came into his own as like a great '80s asshole, nice guy cops, like, For like sure. both good cop and bad cop. Very Bruce Willis kind of. <laughs> 
yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 and he really did uh, a great job carrying this season and the whole uh, 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 Hopper death scene. Uh, really, I felt was done great. He went out in like very heroic fashion, sacrificing himself mm-hmm. for the good of the cause and everything. As well, I felt like I just brought up that it was done well because you just saw the two deaths before, so it really caught me off guard anyway. Yeah, as yeah. somebody that went into it expecting a death, I don't know how I didn't see fucking Hopper coming. Where really, who else would they kill off? I, mean, I know I was rooting for Winona. <laughs> like, come on already, this lady is very whiny. I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, uh, but uh, so that was a huge positive. I guess other big story, uh, other big uh, storyline of the whole show. But uh, the Steve, oh Steve uh, and Robin <laughs> and the two kids were the fucking yeah. best. It the was Steve my big Dustin takeaway. combo. I gotta say that was the the best teaming up effort since yeah. Tariq and Christiella <laughs> in uh, XOXO episode three. But that was an amazing. <laughs> and the two girls, Erica and Robin, definitely yeah. uh, were a great. They all had great chemistry together and they whatnot. Did. Like Robin was, you know, the uh, quirky, funny, sarcastic girl. The fucking yes. Erica was the super sassy, yeah. you know, funny, like young child. Dustin and Steve somehow knew how to do, or Dustin somehow yeah. knew how to do everything. Dustin was super nerd, and Steve was like the muscle, exactly. You know I mean? yeah. The goof who realized he's lost every fight. <laughs> and uh, I guess a big takeaway from that too was uh, when Dustin's calling out Erica as a nerd. He's like, "No, you're a nerd. Like you like." <laughs> My Little Pony, yeah. you know all this. You know, uh, yeah, you yeah, you know so much about My Little Pony because I am a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dustin, uh, all the kids really, like I, I said, maintained, you know, being yeah. great kids. Dustin, though, from season one, just is a cut above the rest yeah, of them. for sure. He for really sure. is just the most likable, funny, goofy one. And uh, 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 I, I, I'm being honest with my D'Elia uh, Tariq, maybe <laughs> to put it in a little bit more terms for people, but it was definitely like Thor and the... Uh, and the Guardians of the Galaxy, and the raccoon, yeah, the, the raccoon, yeah. exactly. But like, oh, just a perfect uh, uh, marriage for those guys. It really is. And if you're gonna do a season where you're gonna kind of uh, uh, break everybody up and give them very separate, uh, independent angles, mm. great job with the whole uh, Dustin, uh, Steve, Robin uh, scenario. Yeah, I like that. that However, was my did not group. like the Robin lesbian turn. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you sure you want to tackle this one, bud? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not in the uh, uh, fact that she's a lesbian, however, but the fact that she really <laughs> set poor Steve Harrington up for heartache, yeah. giving yeah, him yeah, the yeah. whole spiel about how she was obsessed with him, making it to feel like it was the perfect romance that they've been setting up all, uh, all season. Down, and yeah. then at the last moment, it's like, no, not only is this uh, a match made in heaven not going to happen, yeah. but and I now, hated you and was obsessed with you because you were a douche. And much like the right like, way. I want to go yeah. like box with 11. Oh, God. So. <laughs> oh, Much like the right wing's fears, too. Now poor Steve has to explain to Dustin why it's not going to happen. What am I supposed to tell my kids? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dustin was setting it up, too. You know, you got a perfect fox right there, man. Like, <laughs> Dude, I did love as well, though, like the how on 2019 it is when she was explaining it to him, and he's like, but Tammy Pescatelli was it's a, a girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, there was no, like, 29... This, this was the pre-Glee world of this shit. Shout out to comic Tammy Pescatelli. <laughs> Catelli, by the way. <laughs> okay, I knew that name was. <laughs> I was thinking that that might have been Tammy that we know's last name, and I was like. Oh. But anyway, that's our official breakdown of the movie. I say, uh, 
Let's give a big in-studio round of applause for Liam's first uh, yeah, was, uh, captaining of the ship. <laughs> I felt pretty good about that one. A couple of oh yeahs from me. Totally forgot about the newspaper thing. I mean, up. That was very. That might have even been like post credits as well, though. You yeah, know, but that was definitely pretty deep in there. But I watched the post credits. Post credits. <laughs> but I guess with that being said, that's our run through the movie. A couple things left to do. Of course, we have some a uh, couple questions we need to ask each other. And I'm excited to announce that finally, after uh, me saying we need a goddamn kitschy question song, you might have heard some of the Andre Davi promos, post some of the episodes we've done before this, but now he wasn't just giving promos He's when he was here. went back in the lab, and we, we have a grand debut. Yes. Uh, for the first time, I guess, in you know, close to uh, three or four years. <laughs> but know. the first grand debut from Andre Davi to help us out. With our kitschy questions. Yes, this is the uh, world premiere of the uh, kitschy <laughs> yeah. questions. So, song. I mean, really taking a back seat to the, uh, with the actual, bearing the lead with the questions themselves to the uh, uh, grand debut from Mr. Davi. Yo, let me ask you kitschy questions. Kitschy. And that was it right there, folks. The premiere of the Kitschy Question song. Another home run from Andre Davi. Yeah, really, man. Uh, yo, let me ask you something. <laughs> Kitschy Questions! Kitschy Questions! an artist. Yeah, uh, I mean, what a sport. <laughs> honestly, that is, uh, that is as well an original beat from yeah. Davi. Not only is it the first time you guys are hearing it, it was also the first time I've heard yes, it, too. Yes, that's actually Devin's grand yeah, debut. It was, as, uh, uh, he was not here as Andre stepped into the lab one day. Yeah, I, had, <laughs> I was out doing something else, and I missed out on it. But Yes, and he's been waiting to uh, waiting to, for the grand debut along with yeah, the really. Netflix and chat audience. And another shout-out to Andre Davi. Yeah. He's not just a pod, a podcast parody theme songs. I however. guess that one's, of, I guess, a lyrics by a one-off by Liam himself. <laughs> lyrics by, yeah, lyrics by uh, <laughs> one of the Geeked Up boys anyway, but... The kitschy questions, though. I really, I gave him kitschy the, uh, let me ask you something, kitschy questions, and then... Let I me was, ask you something, I had our work for... written all over. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was gonna give, I, I'm gonna give him the rap sign after that, yeah. but he knew better. Yeah, and he know. really stuck with the kitschy, kitschy, quay. that was all him. It was much like our songs. We gave him the lyrics, but his yeah, own influence. artistic, really, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Liberties with it. <laughs> kitschy questions. So check him out, Andre Davi, Facebook, SoundCloud. Yeah. Check it out. He's all over the place. Still releasing new music, not yep. just uh, podcast theme songs, <laughs> but really, if he wants to stop wasting his time, yeah, he's really, really found his niche. <laughs> Uh, we just need to give him more of a platform. We need to come up with more bits for uh, songs for him. Yeah, but. guys, write us in what you want to... Uh, I guess, yeah, write us in what you want Andre to sing for us next. <laughs> it only took us four years to get him down, so you guys have plenty of time yeah, to come up with something. But I guess... Oof. One more time. Kitchy questions! <laughs> All right. I guess what we do here now is, if you've never heard the show before, is um, we ask each other a couple kitschy questions. 
after the uh, yeah, we've got you know a couple of things that me and Devin always seem to talk about mm-hmm. uh, in our own lives after we see movies. So we brought it to the table uh, here on the show. Uh, uh, one thing that Devin usually focuses uh, on on asking me is I'm much more of a uh, going to the theater person, a theater experience kind of guy. Love the big seats, love the popcorn and cherry coke. Chicago love the style. Big sneakers. My neighbors are always banging on my wall. <laughs> when I watch fucking uh, 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 Hateful Eight too loud at 3 o'clock in the morning. So I like going to the movies and checking it out, uh, uh, which is pretty un-Netflix now, mm-hmm. uh, being a streaming service uh, predominantly meant to watch at home. Uh, Correct. So what I would usually ask Liam, and what I guess my whole thing too is I'm a big uh, MCU expended universe kind of fan. I'm always looking to get more money off this thing we just watched. What kind of sequels can we be making yeah. from the movie we watched Heaven here? Heaven loves a big conglomerated universe with yeah. all sorts of spinoffs and sequels. I like the big, greedy Hollywood big wigs. <laughs> Let's ride this one out as, uh, as until the wheels fall Correct. off. Devin, like we've talked about it before, huge fan of the Will Ferrell office. <laughs> and uh, 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 So those are two kind of themes that we always like to joke around about and, and uh, uh, theorize. Mm-hmm. about potential movies we see. Because, again, we're usually watching movies. So since this yeah, was sure. an eight-episode third season of a series... Yeah, you're going to have to give me a different kitschy question We're going to have to kind of uh, change uh, up our... Kitschy questions! <laughs> oh, man. Kitchy I mean, questions. That's why it's a plural, because there's all sorts of kitschy questions we can ask, our, that's right. ask ourselves. So I'm going to ask Liam first my kitschy question. Now, instead of saying that... Uh, would you see this in the theaters? My question to you would be, like, I think we all know there's going to be another season. What if instead of, like, they did another season? What if they did, instead of a fourth season, they're making the Stranger Things movie? They're going to wrap it up the whole okay, thing in two and a half hours what if in they the do theaters. A wide movie release. a la Deadwood. For sure. <laughs> Earlier in the summer, uh, ten years too late, mind you. But, the but still Deadwoods... felt right on time. <laughs> I <know. laughs> but uh, I guess, what would it be? The season four of Deadwood uh, came to us via movie. Uh, uh, and would Stranger Things translate to a movie? Could you do this? You know, The Walking uh, Dead is doing this question. with the Rick yes. things. They're doing a... Even potential talk of Game of Thrones movies in the Correct. future. And what so, not. yeah, would you this make... Would you see a Stranger Things movie in the theater? Uh, I mean, would I see it? Uh, definitely. Uh, uh, would Do I think it would translate? Translate as well uh, uh, as uh, than as a TV series. Uh, that I'm not so sure about. I think that uh, uh, there's so much going on and whatnot that it kind of really like lends itself more to the long form uh, eight you know eight episode stretch or whatnot, yeah. where it's not really like one concise plot. I mean, I guess there is a concise plot that they could have wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, wouldn't you not, argue that so much is the fun, so much of the fun of the show is kind of the uh, uh, nostalgia and the characters and all that, and I feel like you kind of get more room for their, for their development and everything and just kind of for it to be about 
the group of kids and whatnot uh, on the TV as a TV show than yeah. opposed to a movie. But I'd say, wouldn't you argue that, like, you know, like much like the Deadwood movie did work as like a send off to the series? Wouldn't you argue that like a two hour Stranger Things movie would cut out a lot of the bullshit, a lot of like, sure. the, like the side Nancy plot <laughs> that like didn't need to be there? Yeah, you know what I mean. It would just be straight to it. Yeah, no, and and as well to argue my own point, I guess. But all of those movies, like The Goonies and everything, are the same thing. Fun, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I mean, I definitely think that they could pull it off, and I definitely think it would be really good. And like honestly, let's be honest, this season with everything that happened, it was really all took place in the last uh, two episodes anyway. So this season in particular. Particular exactly. could have been a great turn. However, I just feel that so much of the fun of the show for me is not necessarily the uh, 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 plot line, the plot development, and the storyline as much as it is the characters and kind of the fun nature of the show. I feel like if you turn it into a movie, all of a sudden it just is the Goonies or it just is yeah, it, yeah, okay. where this kind of gives it, uh, uh, there's a lot more room for like kind of the nostalgic moments. And I feel like you really just... Character, uh, like I said, you just get like more time Yeah, no. And I feel like you really hit the nail on the head is if there was a Stranger Things movie, it did come out. It was called It. It was exactly that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So much so that the fucking kid, like you said, from Stranger Things is in. Mike is goddamn in It. For sure. You know what I mean? And I feel like in movies as well, sometimes there's a little bit more of a, of a, uh, uh, I guess I mean TV shows would be better to say, but there's a little bit like less of a suspension of disbelief kind of quality mm-hmm. where they're just pulling out all of like the 80s tricks and stops and I feel like it kind of feels like 24 where and also every episode is so perfect into setting you up for the next one but also just feels like 24 where just like so over the top and such a fun ride that you'll kind of let some of like the continuity things for go sure. 100% fact, there's so many twists and turns and things going on it really lends itself and especially let's just say this season may have been a, uh, been a good movie however like let's say season one and if they get back to a thing where it's a little bit more of an ominous you don't know exactly what's going on uh, For sure. Uh, you're going to want that set up a lot more. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And a lot more. And like I said, that to me is kind of Stranger Things at its best when you don't know what's going on. Uh, so from For that sure. standpoint, it's still you, know, you yeah. spend more time playing it all out via TV show. So I think it, pull, it works out better as a TV show. Agreed. However... Uh, would definitely go see it uh, yeah, on the sure. big screen, you know. The and wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Like, yeah. yeah, I could see him doing it, but and like honestly, 10 years later. And we probably talked about it on the Geeked Up when we uh, referenced to the fact that there was going to be a season two, that it would have been a better movie. Because like, after season did, yeah. one, it would have made more sense. It's just like you're really just trying to draw something out more. You know what I mean? Like you're just trying to squeeze uh, uh, blood from a stone at this point anyway. You no, know, I've got to be honest, but, man. Talking about all this, I really want to go back and listen to some of those old Geeked Up episodes, <laughs> the ones where we did uh, yeah. talk about Stranger Things when it first came no, it's out. it's true. I'll actually... Uh, I want to hear uh, Liam griping about season two. Like, the fuck? <laughs> oh, no. I don't know if I want to have sex at 11 or not. (laughs) Well, now it's a firm yes. (laughs) But even in the screen. Once I got that wig on my head, it was no turning back. But uh, no, definitely. I'll actually. Uh, it would be fun to repost those if we can track down. Uh, yeah, for if sure. I can cipher through uh, what numbers they are. If you can email, if you email us what number uh, episode it is that we talked about Stranger Things, yeah. uh, we'll definitely repost that. And so. you will get yourself a signed photo of uh, <laughs> the Geek Dub Boys wearing their tuxes. Yes. So uh, I guess okay, that was yeah, a good so answer to your kitchen question. <laughs> so now let me ask you a kitchen question. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! A kitchen question. 
Let the beat drop. Let me uh, ask you. So now this is a very uh, logical, kitschy question. It's kind of one of the kitschy questions the whole world's asking, and we've already teased I feel it. Like I'm the man especially, to answer it. Yeah, you're the man to answer it, especially after the post-credit uh, sc- uh, scenes. However, it was uh, uh, no rumor or no secret to anybody that there was going to be a season four. Correct. I think if they signed on for season five, or it was I think four is the last. Yeah, one. I think I'm so pretty far. Sure four is the after last two, one, I've I think seen. we heard of a third and. Four. Yeah, I think four so, is it. So uh, who knows? This could potentially uh, potentially be walking to the end. I say good riddance. You know what I mean? I mean, as much as I love season three, I mean, all good things come to it's an end. It's the same story. Yeah, like, if uh, this happens again for two more seasons, like, know. you guys deserve whatever's yeah, fucking sure. coming to you. All Although, right. I mean, well, I guess that's what we'll get into. So, uh, I guess that's a little bit of your early, your early kitschy answer. All right. Uh, with all that being said, we know it's coming. Stranger, normally I ask Devin, what would the potential sequel be? Knowing... Uh, and just the, leave it at that. A fourth season. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, exactly. So uh, you want to give us officially now uh, as well. Before you give us your answer, give us your rundown of the post credit scene. We left that out in our recap. So the post credit scene is more or less, it shows the uh, Russians in a Russian base. And again, I might even be a little fuzzy on this. They're walking around. They're talking said, about how first like... First of all, I think three years later... I don't think it said that. It would say like, it was definitely a big chunk of time later. At least maybe I think one it was like year. a little bit later. Yeah, Some time has passed. Yeah, I guess it came yeah. in three years later. Yeah, three years. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how was Elle? <laughs> um, but <laughs> she's 18! <laughs> they, uh, it's at a Russian base. They're talking. Some time has passed. And they say something <laughs> about like, ah, oh, man. Open, like, look in this room. They're like, oh, where the American is. And they're like, oh. Is the American Hopper? Is the American maybe the reporter guy? That was kind of my thought. That it is yeah. the reporter guy that they actually have. They got somebody. You know, the American's going to be yeah, somebody. Yeah. But also, they all show a cage, and what comes running up to the cage is the fucking monster from the uh, first season. Dude. Yes. My personal favorite, the. Uh, oh, okay, I didn't realize that was the Demogorgon. That from was the, the Demogorgon of the first season. My favorite oh. one. That one actually like, walks like a person. Okay, interesting. Yes, now, I remember. Here's my prediction of why. Okay, this is kind of a little bit of a stretch, but we were talking about earlier how the whole meatball monster died when the stupid portal thing died, and it was like, oh, well, that shouldn't have worked like that. I still think it didn't quite work like that because the Demogorgon was still alive and kicking. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. still a part of it going on, so yeah, it didn't yeah. just, like, shut it all down. And also they teased that in the regular – in this season, too, because there's a part where uh, – Dustin and uh, the little girl find that cage, and they're like, that looks like it would hold something like a monster in there or something. <laughs> Remember, it's okay, right when yeah, they steal yeah. the car. It's like obviously the Demogorgon cage. I okay, thought that's I when we were going to see it, but it was definitely like a All right, prelude. I forgot about, the dem- I forgot about that. Yeah, there thing. was definitely a prelude but... to the post credits. Okay, interesting. Okay? So the Demogordon's alive now, which was, again, like the scariest See, thing I just, in I season one. I forgot that that was the actual Demogordon from season one. I thought that that was just a, uh, you know, now, I showing think, that there's more of this. Uh, I think uh, everybody wants the world uh, life still remaining on the planet correct. despite the. I think everybody wants the American to be uh, Hopper. Yes. Yeah, so cause, uh, again, just to clarify that, they're going through this like very, very shady Russian prison and Correct. the guy goes not the American not and then the they American. grab some other guy to torture yeah, so exactly. the implication being that the American is someone who would know. it be you would you think know? Hopper I'm thinking it's going to be the reporter because you, like you said some time has passed I think our boy Hopper is not dead though because we didn't see him blow up like we saw the scientist blow up I think somehow he got sucked into the upside down okay 
That would be the only like logical. His move was like thumbs up, and then like ran to the portal. <laughs> and honestly, the stream was still blasting. That's kind of what I was you know saying I mean? before that like he could have necessarily had time, but you said that the soldiers were bearing down on Winona from the other side. Yeah. But like the timing was, uh, uh, he killed the Terminator by throwing them into the gears, and you see him go splatting away. When Devin's right, when they when the thing blew up, you saw the other people turn to dust. You never got a confirmation that the hot actually yeah you never see it happen uh, uh, and like much like to a kickback to season one if you remember Elle dies at the end of season one because she's like closing the thing and pushing the monster back in the hole and everyone's like that's oh right. she's and dead and then the little post credit like, thing was oh, Hopper man. was like leaving Egos out and then so you knew yeah. that like you find out later ooh she might be alive sure. it was a very similar fate to Eleven's at the end of the first season so I think that's what the fourth season is going to be about I think Elle's somehow going to get her powers back there was something with like that I little mean, obviously slug. Obviously, you hope that uh, uh, Eleven must get her powers back somehow. Or, uh, you know, however, I hate to be the one to say it, dude, but just to give Will a little redemption, man. I hope somehow Will gets goddamn powers. Okay, because that's when a that good little call. slug leaves Eleven's shin, it does get absorbed at one point. Because I kind of rewatched parts of it last night when the little like, mind flares walking by, the little slug that was in L. Does go like they do? He does reabsorb it, so I think it doesn't somehow, get uh, it doesn't get stomped by. It did get stomped, but he like he picks it up like the thing, the mind flare like does pick it up at okay, one point see, later on. So I think there's gonna like that's how she's gonna get her powers back. But give someone else powers. Give Dustin the powers. Uh, uh, I guess about season four, number one question: uh, hilarious Russian kids. <laughs> like they better get at least for a couple seasons just some hilarious amazing, Russian kids amazing. to like play a couple seas- uh, scenes anyway. Now but- I play Dungeon Dragons with you. <laughs> I am Wizard Sharky. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess other than that, though, obviously I think it'll be the hunt for Hopper. It'll be them trying to rescue Hopper. See, I don't think so. I think if anything, Hopper will kind of surprise everybody and come back being alive. I think will he, he be the Billy? Be, uh, will he come back evil? Uh, no, I would imagine that he is trapped in the upside down. They somehow That's what I'm saying. I think somebody gets sucked in, or L has a telepathic feeling that but he's in. How does she in, get her powers and back? And then they, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I, mean, I think she will happen. get her powers. I guess back. the first other question, though, just out of just to be safe with everything, who else could the American be? Could it potentially be? See, my thing uh, is the reporter. The, I, that's I, the only other yeah. answer. How about somebody uh, uh, associated Ooh, with Eleven or some other kind Eleven's of... Eleven's mom know. is dead. Oh, yeah. Eleven's mom... Uh, the scientist that worked on her is dead. You okay, know, that I was... Uh, what's his face? How about from, maybe... Uh, uh, Apocalypse Now. Matthew Modine, okay. I want to say. Yeah, it was Matthew Modine. Never trust a man with blonde hair. Never trust a man with blonde hair. Maybe uh, Winona Ryder. Maybe they trap Winona Ryder, and that... Like, what are you going to get out of that fucking goof? <laughs> you get the fucking hole. You get Eleven Ooh, trying to save him. You get Eleven. You, you rope Eleven well, Then it's got to be Will. Or, yeah. or uh, Mike. But uh, the obvious implication is Hopper. I kind of yeah. would be bummed out if they brought Hopper back, just because it was a great epic death. Terry Yules could be the mayor. They could have the mayor. <laughs> they were threatening him a lot. Yeah, exactly. But uh, uh, I think Hopper will definitely come back for sure because I mean, they left was, his death very ambiguous for sure. I, again, All just like Ellen on season the wall. one, yeah. it could be a big surprise. However, everybody thinks it's Hopper. They opened that they have Hopper. They they have Hopper do a couple flashback scenes to get everybody thinking that he's uh, a part of the cast and going to be back. They open then the they door. Throw, they open the door and it's somebody else. And it's the fucking science teacher. And exactly. He was like, and I did have sex with Winona Ryder. <laughs> 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 nice, Mr. Carr. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
was hilarious. I've been a Russian spy this whole time. <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess that would be the uh, only other yeah. you know, question. Then I guess other than that, though, would be like you said, uh, uh, <laughs> how exactly do they go about? But uh, once you get down to how do they go about conquering the Demogor or the monster, I feel like uh, at that point... It's you know uh, you get a little bit uh, yeah, I mean, and also like point, dude, it feels how, a little bit old. You know, it's like really the same thing over and over. Exactly. Yeah. Like how many like, times you know, is this dumb monster sure. going to get? Beat? How many monsters do they have to uh, save the day on? And so. also, just tell the government they have continuously been beaten by children. <laughs> just call the cops. They have guns. These things clearly get hurt by guns. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll figure it out. Where is the yeah, scrappy All you need is kids. fucking Nancy with a, with a uh, yeah. 12 gauge. Hey, and stupid hop. Call your partners. <laughs> Be a cop. Road tripping with Winona. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, I think uh, I'm pretty sure hopefully it'll be the last one, the last season. Yeah. Well, okay. So I guess the uh, third kitschy question, though, because the first season was kind of had like the Christmas theme with the lights and everything. It was winter time. Okay, good call. The second one came out at Halloween. Halloween for sure. This one was Fourth of July. Is this going to be? What's this season going to be? Uh, the Passover. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the uh, the St. Patrick's Day uh, <laughs> kids' first beers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a drunken uh, uh, Mike left? and Lucas. I mean, I guess they could probably play Christmas because it was the first one wasn't really a holiday, but they did use the Christmas lights a lot. Yeah, the that Christmas it has lights that Christmas feel were a thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know uh, they did Fourth of July. They did Halloween. I mean, what's the, what's the big Russian holiday? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Vodka days. Yeah, I have no idea. Some Russian Orthodox. Uh, that's no, but that's a good question. Definitely some type of holiday theme it can have, but it'll definitely have this uh, May Day. <laughs> Hold on to your fucking heads. But uh, you will hope it still has the great eighty nostalgia vibe, as well as you hope they're banging these uh, the the filming of these out ASAP because you're gonna yeah. want these kids while they're still ripe. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, you feel like you were saying Will is already getting a little. Yeah, uh, five I think Will's shadowy. gonna end up looking like the uh, goddamn science teacher. <laughs> um, or they're just gonna go the totally it way and just have adult actors play him. I'm Bill Hader. <laughs> like, so we're just doing it. Yeah, I mean, well, we've got Bill Hader, we've got Judah Friedlander, uh, or <laughs> Dustin. Uh, yeah, you have obviously. the guy. Who's the guy that's in the new uh, movie about where he was like he got sent wrongfully sent to jail and then he became a football player? Oh, like, okay, 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 okay. The guy that plays in that would be a great Lucas when he's older. Okay. Whatever. Uh, you know, what I, get, no, I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, he looks exactly like Lucas when he's older. Uh, uh, who would play a good, uh, a good older Will? I feel like his current brother is a good uh, older Will. Yeah. Like they're a good family. Who would uh, be a good older Will? <laughs> Colin Hanks. Tom Hanks' kid. <laughs> like, eh, you know. Yeah, yeah. He'd be a good one. Maybe Topher Grace. Yeah. Now we're talking here. <laughs> What's worse than Topher Grace, though? Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Tobey Maguire, maybe. Uh, uh, another Dustin potential. I, I go Judah Freelander, but if we're going high budget, maybe Seth Jonah Rogen. Hill or, or uh, Seth, Seth, yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna go Seth Rogen, but Jonah Hill, I guess, could be a good Dustin. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good one. Who else? What other kid are we missing? Uh, Mike, uh, who's an older Mike? Well, I guess Bill Hader. We need to do Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's just like her. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right, we got Natalie Portman. How about uh, Max? How about the Ginger Queen? Oh, nice. Um, it has already done this. Jessica Chastain. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was already the redheaded yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 for sure. 
You get Jessica and Jazz. Yeah, so all right, Okay, what go. about uh I mean I got a good one, but it's not gonna go over well. <laughs> I shouldn't say it. But what about Lucas's sister? Oh, Erica? Or Tia and Tamara from Sister Sister, are they still uh <laughs> I don't know if they're available, but I think Wanda Sykes could <laughs> <laughs> Wanda would be a good one. No, she would not age appropriate. Yeah, she would need to be a little bit younger than Wanda. Uh, maybe Tiffany Haddish. I mean, we're, I'm going a little hack. All right, all right. No, 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 no little no, hack black actress yeah. there, but we are in I treading mean, water if here. You could, if you could take a time machine, I'd say the Tia. I'd say either Tia uh, and or Tamara would be perfect, or both of them. That'll be the fourth season. Uh, real twist. <laughs> yeah. they, uh, she, <laughs> there's two of us. <laughs> well, there actually already is. There's like 15 of those fucking little girls. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> But I guess uh, this kitschy questions are. Uh... <laughs> so yeah. So what holiday do you think it should be again? <laughs> Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> <laughs> this Martin Luther King Day, the Stranger Things kids are back. Okay. <laughs> so those are our kitschy questions. Kitschy questions. We really need Andre to have a uh, have a big review song because yeah. here we go. But I guess that was... Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. Fuck. We missed on that one, dude. We should have had Andre do a big... Uh, yeah. What you gonna say? <laughs> so I guess... Um, all right. I guess I'll go first on this one uh, because yours takes a lot of setup. <laughs> you do a lot of things where you have a lot of sound bites. Mine's pretty easy. This is when we give our official review of the movie and show we watch. I usually try to rhyme mine with Netflix and chill. You know what I'm going to do here, though? A little uh, jab to Liam. He won't see it coming. But uh, the, remember, the very beginning of this episode, <laughs> he stole my Bradley Cooper is uh, dying that is at the end. Line, uh, that and, is that uh, is my thing. I threatened I was going to come back at it. He's being too stingy with these things. <laughs> but I'm giving this goddamn movie a Rudy's dad. <laughs> this is the most beautiful sight these eyes have ever seen. All right, That's there right. it is. The first Rudy's dad <laughs> of Netflix and Chash. Just because I fucking loved it. It was way better than the second season. All of our little gripes and whatnot. It's exactly what I wanted out of like this sci-fi show. Third season came back strong. It left me wanting to see the fourth season. For sure. It had emotional strings attached to it. And plus, you know, Rudy died in the second season. I think his old man would be proud that uh, this came back. So like Rudy's dad said it. This is the most beautiful sight these eyes have ever seen. <laughs> and right, uh, well, I'll never do that again, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I threatened at the beginning. Very interesting. Uh, Rudy's dad from Devon, uh, <laughs> uh, which I guess to explain to everybody, I'll set up my, <laughs> I give the, if you're not familiar, I give the four-point listening scale, where if I absolutely love it, I give it a Rudy's dad. This is the most beautiful sight these eyes have ever seen. <laughs> To go down the line, if I uh, uh, if I really liked it, I give it a Stone Cold Steve Austin Hell Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. If I didn't like it, however, I give it a uh, Damon Wayne's David Allen Greer Men on Films. Hated it. And if I really didn't like it, I give it a Nick Cage from Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 
which I think last week we debuted. I think War Machine first, got that. Yeah, yeah. Last, uh, or, or, or no, the last episode, uh, or yeah, no, rather War Machine. It was not the last episode. Last episode was Mowgli. Mowgli didn't uh, get up. Which I hell yeah. Yeah, you did hell yeah, Mowgli. <laughs> but I uh, think War Machine got the first. Man, I think they maybe hated it. Uh, hated it. I always forget what I did, but but I but I uh, Nick Cage, Mandy screamed War Machine. Yeah, you right. definitely did. And I have uh, yet to be Rudy's dadding it. Uh, Devin has already Rudy's dadded. Uh, Hijack the first one. <laughs> Take it. And uh, honestly, I will say, after much deliberation, oh, man. Uh, luckily enough, Devin gave it to Rudy's dad. Because... Oh, no fucking way. <laughs> Hell yeah! And I feel like the real dick. I've got to... Just so we're clarified, because... too. Roma got the same review, official review, as goddamn XOXO. I know. I've been probably a little too... I'm going to say I stand by my my Roma uh, 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 hell yeah I stand by my Stranger Things hell yeah I'm starting to soften on maybe I overrated XOXO (laughs) and the dirt (laughs) because uh, they both got hell yeah and and maybe Mowgli too even I forget but you're still saying War Machine gets a fucking Mandy scream War Machine yeah War Machine on Mandy's on Mandy's screaming however to get you up with my uh, actual Stranger Things rave review really really enjoyed it like Devin said major step up from uh, uh, season three uh, or from season two rather uh, uh, a super fun enjoyable ride however uh, uh, in order to Rudy's dad <laughs> this guy's so hard to please I can't wait till we see the movie that you fucking <laughs> Rudy's dad well I mean honestly it's just I kind of look at it uh, I just felt however uh, had a little bit of complaints with the monster <laughs> Just not quite a perfect show. Uh, uh, a super fun, enjoyable, mm. hell yeah experience. However, it's not the kind of show that I would say to somebody, you have to sit down and watch yes, you would. Uh, Stranger Things. It was Things. great. Of course you would. <laughs> if someone's like, I've never saw Stranger Things, you'd be like, oh, you got to watch it. You would be like, eh, well, the monster's a little cheesy, it's a meatball monster. <laughs> no, I mean, definitely. But they, they'd have to then watch uh, Stranger Things Seasons 1 and 2, and we're getting out of uh, uh, Rudy's dad territory. So um, I'm going to give it the hell yeah. Hell yeah! But uh, it's as close as I've come, though, to Rudy's dadding uh, oh, a movie. But if now, let me ask you, had I not stolen the Rudy's dad? No, I was going hell yeah. Oh, okay, good. I was and going I hell yeah. I couldn't be happier that I stole the, <laughs> yeah, the Rudy's sure. dad. Me too, actually. Yeah. Because <laughs> it deserves a Rudy's dad. <laughs> yeah. But uh, 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 ultimately, <laughs> really, really liked it, however. Didn't love it. <laughs> and I'm sticking with a, stone, a very hearty Stone Cold Steve Austin hell yeah. Joining great company. Right? <laughs> <I> <laughs> Just know. falling into great company. Hell yeah! Oh, man. Well, I guess I can give you the aspect that at least like, you did a Rudy's dad, Stranger Things, and not Roma. Roma's the one that still vexes me. Yeah, exactly. And again, that really plays Barry here. <laughs> yeah. Where if I didn't Rudy's dad, Roma, I really gotta love it. Yeah, it's, to... uh, I really look forward to what we find. <laughs> what we find next, which I guess would bring us to. But our... I mean, just like Nancy and what's his face. That, there was, a gr- that was a great segue, by the way. There were some drawbacks. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's true. But uh, still, it wasn't saved. perfect. So. I'm, I'm, I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin, hell yeah, and it... Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> so I guess with that, that is our official review of Season 3 of Stranger Things. It was our golden ticket of winner. 
If you guys have any golden tickets that you want us to specifically watch that we don't draw out of the box, email us at uh, thegeekedupodcast at gmail.com. That's thegeekedupodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on Facebook. I think soon to be, I keep teasing it, soon to be Twitter, maybe even Instagram. <laughs> Look out. We have to ask uh, Engineer. Going viral. We have to ask Engineer Ash how this is looking. <laughs> but um, we have one more segment left because we're going back to normal. Going back to normal form here, which leaves us to ask, you know, how we pick our next movie. We look to the box, so we ask, what's in the box? <laughs> That's yes, a great question, we, Brad. We look to Brad Pitt to find out what's next in the, in the world. So uh, I'm dipping in the closet right now, and I'm pulling out. Oh, you heard it. The box of Easter eggs full of, uh, uh, of, 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 of rolled-up movie. It's uh, movies rolled up movies. <laughs> All right, I'm picking a good one. I want a good one. Oh, it fell. One it fell. Itself. It looks like it's blank, though. Or it's on the other side. Okay, it's... Uh, I didn't write anything on the back of the cards. I have any idea what we're watching. And my phone is dead, but it's called I.O. I.O. is the well, movie. I think I know. I think okay. Aunt, okay I have my phone, so I think, uh, we're doing a very. Uh, we're going to IMDb challenge Devo here. All right, I'm going to blind guess right now. without my phone? Guess. I'm pretty sure it's like a sci-fi movie. Definitely I'm, sci-fi. I'm going to blind guess too. Actually, first. pretty sure Anthony Mackie is in it. Okay. Anthony Mackie is the star. Uh, and then what does I O? I'm going to try to blind guess. What could I O stand for? Intelligence. Something or another. Instant orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I dot O Netflix. Mm. Anthony Mackie, right? Here's my here's okay. Wow. So we're hitting an all-time low. Uh, uh, first thing that's jumping out on me. All right, let me get you the cast real quick. Uh, Anthony Mackie is a yes. Nailed it. Uh, uh, he's second uh, uh, fiddle to uh, Margaret Qualley is the lead uh, on IMDb. Then there's also uh, Danny Houston uh, and Tom Payne. Danny Houston looks. Oh, Danny familiar. Houston. Okay. He looks Tom like, yeah, Payne is Tom- Jesus from uh, The Walking Dead. Margaret Qualley is the hippie girl from uh, Once Upon a Time oh, okay, in cool. Hollywood. Yeah, she is actually, definitely. Anthony Mackie is the Falcon, of course. And then uh, Danny Houston definitely looks familiar. Was he the guy from uh, this lab? Was he from Netflix, Andrew Things? Was he the, the no, uh, he's not, evil he, uh, uh, he's not. He's newspaper guy? Stuff. You would know him. It's a okay. sci-fi movie, right? So, uh, first off the bat, we've got 4.7 IMDb, 32%. Oh. Nice. Uh, our previous low was War Machine, I think, in the 40s. Yeah, this is, uh, this is like, thirty two. This might be our lowest. This is definitely our lowest. This is lower than XOXO. This is, uh, oh, our wow. previous low was, was War Machine uh, in the what? 40s. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I wanted to actually bring that up on, on uh, our episode as well, actually. Because XOXO for I did me. do my research after getting much grief uh, <laughs> on my, uh, on my uh, uh, Nick Cage rocks, or Nick Cage uh, horror screaming sure, War Machine. Sure, sure. It was our lowest rated IMDb. Uh, War Machine was a was a forty eight uh, percenter on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Uh, XOXO, by the way, seventy two. Get the fuck! <laughs> I swear to God, because <laughs> that to me, if I had a soundbite, that would be my Mandy scream. Like that to me was the worst one. No, read them and weep, baby. Seventy one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, but I O, however, uh, uh, I, I I can only imagine going to be the all time low. Thirty two percent. I don't know if I've ever watched a movie. I don't think so uh, you're getting. I don't think Rudy's dad's going to be. Uh, yes, we're not going to have to worry again. about that one next time. 
the uh, the uh, hot chick that uh, the hot sixteen year old that uh, offers to blow Brad Pitt in Once a Time in a Hollywood. Apparently, the star uh, in a poke uh, in a post apocalyptic time, no, the Earth has been rendered toxic, and most of humanity has abandoned the planet and uh, and colonized one of Jupiter's moons. I O. Okay, so I O stands for Jupiter's moons. Uh, Jupiter's moons. Okay, uh, but young scientist Sam Walden. Uh, presumably said 16-year-old uh, trying to blow Brad Pitt. Mr. Oh, I was thinking the Anthony himself. Mackie would be the scientist. <laughs> uh, 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 well, no, it says, uh, uh, but young scientist Sam Walden has stayed behind and dedicated herself oh. to finding a way for human beings to survive on Earth. All right, so uh, that is the basic gist. Say no more. No spoilers for this. Uh, uh, 2019 sci-fi a movie 2019 with 32% What's the rating? Did you get the rating by any chance? Is this a TVMA or a, uh we getting a solid R? You know what? Find out next time. <laughs> uh I don't believe it does not say a rating. Uh, which um, is not a good thing. They didn't even bother rating this hunk of shit. Yeah, it's not even a TVMA. <laughs> it's like it's here. It's a Netflix movie. Yeah. Watch it. Uh, uh, All so right. Enter at your own. So uh, this might be one of those Netflix and chatters that you just let us, that you just trust our recap. Yeah. You might uh, not Stranger have to Things watch. was a good one to watch yourself mm-hmm. and then enjoy along with us. Uh, this is a good one. IOIO <laughs> might be our cross to bear for you guys. Uh, we'll try and fill it as good as, as we can for you. But that's pretty much this episode. Uh, so look forward to the IOIO episode. Maybe to check out the uh, other the Geeked Up podcast. For yes, other... be on the lookout for those Stranger Things one and two reviews. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll <laughs> repost episodes those. fifteen and twenty one or whatever, and uh, get back to us there. And maybe in the next couple episodes, we might have some news for the old Geeked Up community here. So stay yes, tuned for that for sure, for sure. But uh, everything's still in the works. But uh, I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. This has been Geeked Up Presents Netflix and Chat. Season 3 of Stranger Things. I think you guys all know what song we're leaving you with here. <laughs> Yo, can I ask you something? Look at what you see. We did not sing along to uh, Bare Necessities, but... uh, (laughs) Well, they didn't give us a song to, those bastards. I mean... Here we go, Dad. Here we go, everybody. Story! The Andre Davi remix here. Uh, lyrics by whoever came up with the never ending. By yeah. Rush or Kansas or whoever there's fucking. And uh, lyrics by, I'm telling you, Joe fucking Simmons. <laughs> I know, yeah. Look it up, dude. <laughs> as awkward as I ever thought doing karaoke with you would be. Well, I don't know what's funny about us with Stranger Things is it kind of is a little ahead of our time gap because we're more 90s kids than 80s kids. So I never saw a never-ending story. So I was not really familiar with this song. This is this is forever to me going to be the Stranger Things song. It's <laughs> crazy. You know? No, no, no. I heard a song. Story. <laughs> this is what you have to do if you want to save the world. <laughs> All 
I remember Never Ending Story seemed a little bit too scary when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> and I said this might not be as funny as we thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh. It says guitar break. <laughs> Harp break. I mean, we usually just let this one play out, so if we want to go... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> uh, see? Finally some mic time to myself. <laughs> Look into her eyes. What's going on in here? What's going on in here? song still going? Jesus Christ. This is Mr. Woo Baby himself, Andre Davi. You're listening to the Geek the Podcast on SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm still taking those episode 10 emails, y'all. Woo!